Hello and welcome to another episode of Foiled Again. I'm your host, Cayman Cruz. I'm joined today by my co-host, Justin Reese. Now... Say hi. Oh, oh, oh okay. I was going to... I thought you was, you know... No, I was just going to say say hi to the people. Oh, hello. You're already hi doing people. it. That's, that's my people. fault. So, you know, I'm not a person who's we know. wrong a lot. Oh, no, that's not true. <laughs> I'm not I'm not wrong that often, you know. Hmm. Um but sometimes just just sometimes I am wrong. And this week I'm very happy to be wrong about the dark knight. Can I can I tell you something? Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Me too, man. Yeah. I already I'm just already This week for Nightwatch, yeah. as you can tell, we watched The Dark Knight. Um I'm watched... already saying it right now before we uh-huh. even finish talking about uh, before we even finish the Nightwatch segment this week. This is number 1 with a bullet. It is. Yes. Man. What a picture. What a film. <laughs> Cinema. Cinema. I'm Cinema. so mad though. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, it's so good, but I'm so upset. Well, yeah. I mean, there is plenty to be upset about. You know, there is. Um, we weren't completely wrong. We, yeah, but this movie. Hey, The Dark Knight's a really good Batman movie. Dude. Excellent. <laughs> Phenomenal. It's just like I have, we we have little issues and stuff that we'll get into. But, you know, for all of the, how should I say this, for the influence that it had on Batman comics, much of which I find to be negative. Yeah. Like, this is a really good movie. Yeah. Yeah, man. Okay, let's stop just gushing over it. Let's get, let's yeah, get into yeah. it. Let's talk about this. <laughs> so, uh, you know, Batman Begins ended with, Here's the Joker's calling card. This guy's been leaving his card around. Yeah. Doing what? We don't know. But this time, at the start of this movie, he's doing a bank heist. He's doing a bank heist, and it's... it. I remember it being longer. It felt longer to me, but this time, seeing just how snappy it is, like how just... It's so good. Because it's, it's, it's dramatic enough where it doesn't feel like it lingers on things too long, but it it's still really fast. Cause I was like, what is it? They uh they break the thing open, um or they break the glass and then they zip line over and then he shuts off the silent alarm because they go inside and whatever. Hold on real quick. Shout out to the Spider Man three poster uh across the street from the Joker. <laughs> um Yeah. But they're just they're just going right through it. Like they t- shut off silent alarm, shoots that guy, goes downstairs, gets to work on the vault. Uh, they rack up the hostages. Uh, one dude dies because William Fickner shoots him with the shotgun, and it's all just it's all like I can tell you it all in in well this isn't concrete detail because I'm trying to rush through it. But you know what I mean? Like you remember everything about it. Yeah, and. It all happens so fast. 
Like, it's such a good introduction to this version of the character that they're presenting to you. Yeah. Like, the way that he has planned everything out and no one can guess what his next move is, even though there's clearly a plan that he has. Yeah. It's it's nuts. And I, and just... I, like, I like that even before you don't know that it's him that that Mm -hmm. because obviously he's you know one of the one of the bank robbers his body language is the same throughout the entire movie yes like there's no like oh i gotta pretend to be like the the rookie uh little whatever like he's he's like he scrambles around a lot and is very like scrappy and like he's ledger acting (laughs) that man my God, for real, he was. Because mm. it's always funny to me to look at him with the makeup on and then look at him yeah. without. I'm like, that's a really pretty man that <laughs> they just made really person. ugly because <laughs> yeah. they made him the Joker. I killed the bus driver. Yeah, completely un- unrecognizable. Like you can look at, you can look at Jack. And be like, yeah, that's Jack as the that's Joker. Jack Nicholson. That's Absolutely. that's Caesar Romero as mm-hmm. the Joker. That's just Jared Leto as the Joker. Um, but but man, just what a, a complete transformation. And I'm I'm sad of all the stuff that he had to do mentally to get there. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, because obviously it had, obviously it had taken a real toll on him mentally um just yeah yeah um but what a what a performance just excellent i like growing up whenever this movie came out i was still like a kid right so and then you know the news broke not too long after like you know heath ledger passed away yeah and like what i knew him as was the joker yeah and that was it because what was he in Brokeback Mountain? You know, Ten Things I Hate About You. Those those aren't Night's movies. Tale. That, you know, right? But you know, for the most part, they're not movies that like as a kid. There's something you'd be watching, right? Yeah. Well, he died right before he even. Right before the yeah before the the movie even came out. It was like a good three months, I think, because I think he died yeah, in April like and then the movie came out in July. Yeah. Um. Well, like, it. When I got older and, like, really got a look at his face, I was like, that's not what I thought that man looked like at all. Yeah, man. <laughs> that's that's nowhere near what even I when you Even when you like. get the brief moment of him without the makeup on yeah. in the uh, the parade or the funeral for Commissioner Loeb. <laughs> the parade. Sorry, they're marching through the streets. That's usually where the parade is. Um he like I still am like that's like that man doesn't look like that man at all. <laughs> there's like Not a there's decided. such a like a deranged look in his eye. Right. Yeah. Because obviously the the scars obscure his face, but it's more so the eyes I think. Yeah. That like make him unrecognizable. Absolutely. Yeah. Cinema. Cinema. Yeah. What a what a what a what a man. Um, what a, what a performance, but in, (laughs) in delivering such a good performance that works well for this version of Batman, you know, 
and this, this version of the world. This highly specific version of Batman set in this highly specific Gotham and this highly specific Joker that suits this Batman in this Gotham, yeah. in this movie directed by Christopher Nolan. Yeah. Incredible performance, masterpiece. And they decide to just base everything else off of it. Now, listen, he obviously did take inspiration from prior works, right? Yeah, you can't definitely. you can't come into this into this game and 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 not do that. But the decision to just completely double down on like I'm your uh, other half, like I'm here to cause you all this sorts of torment and blah blah blah, right? Because he got it right in the sense of like. Yes, that's his point. Like, he's literally there just to cause chaos and havoc and break everyone down. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's still like, yeah, he just showed up just to do that. Like, it's not like he's like, I'm specifically here to act as Batman's foil for the next 15 million years. You know what I mean? Like, he does right. his job in one go. <laughs> and... And and that's it, right? But for some reason, after that, they just decided this is the only thing we can do with the Joker now. Every time he is on the loose, you know? Yeah. Because I mean, of course, Joker's main thing is like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna screw with Batman. But the degree to which that's done has now been elevated like escalated because of this movie and it's really frustrating that he can't just be a bad guy carves off his face to prove to batman that they don't wear masks this is who they are and then he puts it back on and then he puts it back on do you get it Mm. Mm. (laughs) uh yeah yeah i yeah it's 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 good. It's just frustrating. <laughs> that that's that's the that's the feeling I felt after watching the movie. In the moment watching the movie, I was like, "Yo, this is the best thing ever." Um, but yeah, and he does he does a lot of things. He does a lot. Yeah. So the the next thing that happens is Scarecrow is making this deal with these drug dealers, right? Yeah, with the Chenshin. Yeah, and they're in the 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 parking garage. Yeah. And the guy's got his dogs. My dogs are hungry. <laughs> I had yeah. to. Anyway, Scarecrow's here again. He's just here to like be the opening villain, which is which fine. is fine. That's perfectly it's, fine. <laughs> I more superhero movies need to do that. Yes, absolutely. I mean, happen. they do, but then the person dies. Crossbones and Civil War. Crossbones of Civil War, um, <laughs> Batroc and <laughs> fucking a Winter Soldier. Just, what do you mean? He's in the final fight, dude. He does he die? I don't think so. I don't. I don't know. I don't I was, even remember. It was really upsetting. <laughs> I have no idea. It was really upsetting. Um. Yeah. No. I like. I like that we get a. Uh, a. Uh, here's here's what he's up to like still like you know we did the big thing but crime's still rampant and for for how stripped down nolan's gotham is from like having any real 
personality and soul. Yeah. Uh, he at least has it right that like, you know, there's still bad guys doing bad stuff. Yeah. All the time. Cause yeah. that's Gotham. I'm like, all right. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about Gotham in this movie because it is sort of more of a character in here. Um, than it was in the last movie. Despite it looking incredibly bland. Even more bland yeah. than in Batman Begins because you don't get any of the narrows with its cool construction. Yeah. Um, the monorail is like relegated far into the background so you can ignore it and just look at a city. Yeah. But um, what was I gonna say? The this Gotham has an endpoint to its crime. Yeah. And I feel like. Obviously, that's not a thing that you can do in most Batman stuff because, you know, comics, long-running media, you have to do it forever. Yeah. There doesn't get to be. But for this one, and the way that supervillains are done here, I feel like it works. Yes. Because it's like, why, when do they show up? Why do they show up? And how close they are to, like, normal criminals. The things that set them apart aren't necessarily their wacky gimmicks. Yeah. It's like how much they're doing and bringing to the table. Yes. Right. Um, so like when at the end of this movie, spoilers for the dark Knight from 2008, <laughs> uh, whenever all the crime dudes get, you know, all the crime families get taken care of and the Joker gets taken t- care of and, uh, Harvey Dent gets brutally murdered by Batman. It's like, okay, that's all major crime in Gotham done. Yep. In one movie, Batman wins. Batman wins in but, losing. Right. And that's why this movie's so good, because he doesn't just get to win, he also loses. Yeah. And he has to not be Batman anymore. And I'm like, you did something really cool here. Yeah. It's a really cool take on the Batman mythos. I wish this next movie didn't come out. (laughs) I wish this next movie had a better plot, at least. Well, yeah. For sure. But, I mean, it could have ended right here and been perfect. I don't... mm. (laughs) <laughs> sure okay because you're right because like, you're right yeah but i i it's not I that wouldn't... you don't want more yeah. it's not like there's not more to explore yeah yeah however yeah. He, batman wins and he loses and he just has to stop being batman yeah and you can do nothing else yeah you know you can also do plenty of other things because batman can't stay gone yeah except you're gonna get rid of him again in the next movie <laughs> Because you have to end the trilogy. You can't. Anyway, <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that movie next time. No, I know, I know. Um, but yeah, the, the scarecrow is doing his thing, and then the the dogs are there so that they can let dudes know when Batman shows up, right? Yeah. <laughs> so you've got scarecrow and his guys. You've got the drug dealer dude and his guys, and the dogs. And the dogs start barking. Then you see Batman in the window, and you're like, "Oh!" And he's got a gun, and you're like, "Uh oh." Ben Affleck? <laughs> um, <laughs> and then there's two more Batman, and they also have guns, and they start shooting people up, and then, you know, things start to get crazy. And their masks are super whack. I love it. Yeah. And then the real Batman shows up. And he's doing his thing, and he's... Was that, the, was that the Spider-Man 3? Yeah. Because <laughs> the poster... Yes, because of the post. <laughs> That's not a joke. That's why I did it. Oh, is it? Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Justin, you see, I have a plan. Shut up. I've seen all the pieces. I'm putting them together. But you're not a schemer. It's almost like that was a lie to manipulate Harvey Dent into causing more chaos or something. Mm, I don't know. I don't know about that. I It is, like... No, I know. I'm from, just playing. Yeah. Anyway, we'll get there. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a little chunk that I have in my notes of being like, what? Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that part's, that that part, that part's a little weird. Um, no, it's... It's really good. I like the scene. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But this is another thing where it's like the conclusions that are taken from it are not correct at all. Yeah. Because some of them are like, I can see how you got that conclusion. It's not a good thing to do for Batman in general, but I I see where you got it. Yeah. That one, it's like he was clearly manipulating him. Yeah. He wasn't telling the truth. And people are like, he's... He's just crazy. He's just a, he doesn't plan. He's a dog chasing cars. But he's very clearly like, lying. He's a pathological liar. He tells like five different versions of how he got these scars. That's sort of a big detail to his character. Yeah. But oh well. <laughs> anyway, bat real Batman shows up, gets the joke, uh, not the Joker. He gets Scarecrow with the you know, with the gas or whatever, right? Yeah, he, well, he didn't get him with the gas. Does he not? What? Oh, no. Scarecrow no, he lands gets on the, the car. fake Batman. Oh, yeah. With the gas. That yeah, fake Batman. First. That's what I was thinking. I love it. I love that part so much because it's so funny because he just comes up and he shoves the gun against his back and just loses in two seconds. You are gun-toting vigilantes who are going to kill bad guys. You're shooting up the goons, no problem. The big guy in the mask who's clearly the guy here and they're like, we're taking you in yeah what are you no you're not this is like a signal of like of how cool you are is that what you're trying to do because i guess i mean that would make sense too yeah but yeah the dudes are there batman shows up he gets mauled by a dog yeah um you know they scatter it's really funny yeah he's hanging off his arm yeah Yeah, it's a it's a cool scene because the Batmobile smashes through the thing, right? Yeah, and then it's like it, it's just that's remote all control. All it does in these movies is smash through walls. Yeah, man. Listen, sometimes that's all you gotta do. But yeah, it's there's that cool <laughs> little chase. All that stuff happens. I agree with you, so I, I'm not even gonna say anything. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep going. You know? Yeah. Um. He gets Scarecrow, he does all the thing. And then Batman's like, Stay off the street. The guy's like, what, what makes, What's the difference between me and you? And I'm about to burst into song. I'm not wearing hockey I'm not wearing hockey pants. Which is a really good line. It is. But also, like I said, I thought he said hockey pants. And I was like, what are hockey pants? It's... But that feels like a real, genuine Batman line that I. Can oh yeah, no, absolutely. Like it's it's perfect, but it's said in this Batman voice, <laughs> and I'm just like, <sighs> man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he he gets Bruce gets back home, which uh, he's in his his weird Bat Cave thing that he has now. 
It's a yeah, it's a yeah. It's, it is weird because it's just an underground like bunker kind of thing. It's a concrete floor with excellent lighting. Yeah, and I'm like, that's not a bat cave at all. Yeah, like you didn't have to literally be in a cave, but for a man who's all about the aesthetic, this aesthetic sucks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it works for it works for Nolan. Mm. <laughs> I mean, kinda, kinda, just a little bit. But um, all of the interactions between Bruce and Alfred are just—they're perfect. Yeah, I, I wouldn't change a thing about them in this movie. Yeah, in the next one, different matter altogether. But in this one, just excellent. Michael yeah. Caine just giving Bruce all—he's doing that. what he gotta do. Got bit by a dog. A dog. I also like uh, that. That reminds me of um, later, a little later when uh, Morgan Freeman's like, "We talking Rottweilers or Chihuahuas?" <laughs> Such a big My... gap. <laughs> well, I know, but he's like, "It'll work against cats." <laughs> I'm like, hi, I get it. It's a reference. Hmm. Yeah. To She's not a, here a yet. Character we're gonna not do correctly. Mm, Close to correctly, but you know, that's the next movie. How how when you've had two good performances, where you can see like, okay, here's how to do Catwoman just as a thief. Here's how to do something else with Catwoman that's still interesting. Yeah. And you go, let me be boring. <laughs> Because still, it's functionally Catwoman, just yeah. devoid of any real personality whatsoever. Yeah, and that's not. And I don't. And I don't blame. I don't blame Anne Hathaway at all. No, because um, she did a good job of what she was given. But it's just the direction is bare. It, well, she's a woman in a Nolan Batman movie. That's, yeah, that's all it is. Yeah. Um. But yeah, what were we talking about in this movie? Uh, Batman, Bruce Wayne, Alfred. Yes. Yeah, they don't have a... Al, Michael Caine really, really killing. I it. honestly can't decide. I mean, it's it's obviously Michael Caine because he gets more to do. But between... Um, I can't remember the actor's name from the, from the 90s movies. But they're both really good. <laughs> I feel like... Has there been like a poorly casted Alfred in anything? Um, I don't think so. Because they don't give Jeremy Irons enough to do, but still, like the Alfred that he is. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Michael Gao is the actor. That's his name. Okay. Okay. G O U G H. So I hope I'm pronouncing. Gao Guff. Goff. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, Um, I think I like him a little bit more. That's because he looks a little bit more like Alfred. Yeah, I like mean, Michael Caine still just looks like Michael Caine. Yeah, um, but but they both they both do what they need to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because um, he Christian Bale fundamentally understands Bruce Wayne and just nails the performance of him, right? Yes. And Michael Caine gets what Alfred needs to be, and he nails his performance as Alfred. Yeah. And every time they interact, I'm just like, 
magic. This I believe you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I believe you're these people. Yeah. Um and that's just that's just a really good feeling. Um Rachel's back. Rachel's back. Back but again. Different. Rachel's back. <laughs> Tell a friend. Not for long. Not for um, long. Um she's now played by Maggie Gyllenhaal. How crazy is it that Maggie Gyllenhaal is just way better of an actress than Katie Holmes is? It's is ridiculous. I still feel like they give I mean obviously she has more to do in this movie just given what the circumstances are. But also I'm yeah. like, man, if we could just go back and just cast Maggie Gyllenhaal as as Rachel in in Batman Begins, how much better would it have been? Yeah. I mean I know Nolan was like, I was disappointed I couldn't get Katie Holmes back. And I'm like, I wasn't. I wasn't at all. Like, no offense to her. Or you anything. think it just, just you like, think it just it just bothered him because of continuity's sake? Maybe. <laughs> that might have been it. Yeah. Who am I to try and understand the mind of a mastermind? Don't say that. That's heavily tainted with sarcasm. No, I know. Um <laughs> No, I know that's for everybody else. No. Um, you're you're Aaron Eckhart, Harvey Dent. That man. He's 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 fantastic. I overlooked, I overlooked him Me back too. in the day. Me too. Because I was like, eh, he's normal, you know, whatever. And then Two Face, and I'm like, oh, cool, Two Face. And I was always a little disappointed that they just do Two Face in this movie. But given the circumstances for how they do Two Face. Mm-hmm. And and what and what they do with him, this man honestly, I think Aaron Eckhart deserved an Academy nomination. He just like so in a version where Harvey Dent doesn't have the dual personalities before. Yeah, this is exactly how Harvey Dent should be. Yes, just this is exactly how he should be portrayed. Exactly how he should be written. In anything. Yeah. Where, like, he starts as the good man and has this psychological break because of trauma later. Yeah. This is it. Definitive Harvey Dent for this type of Harvey Dent. You know for real. I mean? um, I, myself, personally really like the, the idea that he already had the dual personality before. I, um, I, I think I, that works for uh, BTAS, but I, I don't know... How that translates to everything else. It seems uh, like the I, kind of thing you just have to like pull off really well. Like you can't just one to one that for everything else. Right. No, yeah, it has to be it has to be executed well. Yeah. Um But yeah, Aaron Eckhart is just he's so believably good. Yes. Like the movie is beating you over the head with what a good man Harvey Dent is. And if Aaron Eckhart was not just bringing his A game, it would be annoying. It would, yeah, no, he would be because he's good at two shoes, but he still has like a a very like relatable roughness to him. Yeah, he has a lot of like he's very human. Yeah, he is a good man, but he's still human. Yes, which you see whenever Rachel is like in danger, and he's like. I might kill this man. Yeah. He's not going to, but yeah. he's thinking about it. You know, if he gotta, 
<laughs> All right. If he got a... Um, I'm going to rush ahead to that scene just because I have a note about Batman there. Okay. Which uh, which scene are we talking about? Are we talking so about... This oh, is with right Polka after... Dot Man? <laughs> right. Yeah. The actor whose name I can't remember. David Dust Dus Mulchin? Mulkin? I don't know how to say his yeah. last name. Shout out to him. He's cool. He is cool in everything all the time. Yes. Um. Yeah. So Dent has him in the ambulance and then drives the ambulance off. Yes. And then ties him to like a support beam and a thing and is like, "All right, you don't talk. Heads, you live. Tails, you die." And he's yeah. flipping the coin. He's doing his thing right with with the revolver in his hand. Yeah. And, and he knows. Batman he knows. Up, well, you know, it's a really good play. By the way, of like people don't know that this is a double double headed silver dollar. So to just keep being like heads all the time. It's so good that no one knows, and it's especially good that the audience isn't told. Yeah. Because later, after everything happens, uh this Harvey Dent I feel doesn't have a split personality really. Oh no! Yeah, when he becomes Two Face, it's just because he's been pushed over the edge. Right. Yeah. That's that's all it is. It's not it's not a second personality, but the way that this movie works around that is that he uses the coin, but now there's a bad head. Yeah. And like it's it's perfect. Very simple. <laughs> it's very easy way. That to do scene, it. but that scene, because I, I didn't. As a kid, you don't really pick up on the no. nuances of everything. No. But that scene in which um, the uh, what is it? Batman drops off the coin uh, at his uh, like bedside table at the hospital, yes. and so Harvey wakes up and he sees it and he's like, "Oh, thank God they got her out!" And then he flips it over, and the side is completely like burned, and then he like screams like the silent scream. Yeah, it's just excellent. This is perfect. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's rough to watch. Dude. Yeah. Like Nolan drives home how tragic it is that yeah. Harvey Dent has suffered this way. Yeah. And it's just But but the reason I bring up that scene where he's um you know, flipping the coin over and over again. Yeah. And Batman stops him and he he like knows this guy's psychological profile and he's like he's a sick man from Arkham. You think you're going to get any answers from him? He, like, stopped tormenting this man. Yeah. And I'm like, how come that isn't what people have taken from the Dark Knight? <laughs> that Batman is aware of the people in his city, and he knows that some of these criminals, they're, they're just sick, and they just need help. Yeah. But no, we got to have him beating them over the head and breaking their fingers and, and you know, all kinds of stuff rolling cars over their arms and yeah that's the thing like he because he still does that <laughs> but he doesn't no, to sure. the people that deserve it like even at the exactly. at the end when um when he's taking down um all of joker's goons and there's the thing where the hostages are dressed up like clowns and the 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 clowns are uh doctors right right He's still not going like crazy on him. <laughs> no. He's just like, I and need to disable to them and, and save SWAT, them. And he, you know. Yeah. He's fighting SWAT. Yeah. Because he's just like, I got I to gotta get the guns out of their hands, save the hostages, make sure that, you know, overall, it's 
save the hostages. It's not I have to brutalize every single criminal in this in this uh, in this building. Right. Yeah. And, and it's so wild to me because the people that are like the Dark Knight's my favorite Batman movie. That's the Batman they like. Yeah. That's the Batman they want that should be there all the time. It's the wrong takeaways. <laughs> it's, yeah. So the thing that we said, I feel like this is a good time to mention this. At the end, we both came to this conclusion, and you were the first one to state it, but I had thought it like just while watching the movie and seeing how good it was. Mm-hmm. All of the bad effects that this movie had is not the fault of the movie itself. It's the fault of the people that watched it and yes. took these conclusions away. Yes. You know, you specifically, you were like, this is, it's not the movie's fault, it's the audience's fault. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, man. Because, like I said, going, like I said, going into this last week, I was like, I don't know, like, from my perspective, I'm like, it's a crime drama first before it's like a Batman movie. And yeah. maybe, you know, like, there's a, what is it, psychological thriller, not thriller, per se, but, or psychological thriller, but like, it over philosophizes. Did I oh did I say that word right? Philosophizes. Yeah. Okay. I could, it didn't feel right coming out of my mouth. Um. <laughs> um. It over philosophizes these things. Blah blah blah. And I what is it? Watching it because I guess I watched it with uh with the boys, uh before I watched it with you. And I was like, this movie is still really goofy, and like, yeah, really over dramatic and like. It's a, it's still a superhero movie, because there's a it's lot of a like movie. It's just heavy-handed, tempered, yeah. by reality. No, yeah, absolutely, but thing. it's still like, like very heavy-handed in its messages. Yeah, you know what I mean, so, as the case with most superhero movies are when they have something to say. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm trying to find my note. So there's like there's little stuff like the Joker sets that fire truck on fire in the middle of the street, and like. Do you get it? It's the fire truck is on fire. You know, like it's, funny. It's stuff like that. It's uh, slaughter is the best medicine because yeah. it's you know he puts the he paints the S on yeah. the side of the truck. It's really funny. It is, and it's you know Rachel tells Alfred goodbye, and it's this like really big goodbye scene because she's about to die. Yeah, and throughout the whole movie, they're like Harvey Dent, the White Knight, in the film that's called The Dark Knight. The Do good, you get it yet? And, and the good face of of Gotham. <laughs> The new the face of justice. Face of Man, it's all of these things. They're so obvious. They're so easy. Yeah. Or and that, what is it? That people... line in the beginning when Batman goes to the bank and Gordon's there. And Gordon's mm-hmm. like, oh, he stole mob money, but he left the radiated bills. And they're like, whoa. And he's like, what is it? The, the mob's doing something or like whatever. And Gordon's like, yeah, but what about this Joker guy? And Batman's like, one man or the whole mob, he can wait. And I know that's foreshadowing. <laughs> but whoa. <laughs> whoa <laughs> How poorly, poorly aged things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Images taken right before disaster. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I, I bring up all of those things because it's, I, I see why people clung on to this movie. Yeah. Because they looked at these really easy to connect dots and they felt really smart. There's there's really smart things that are done with this movie. Yeah. But because there's these easy to connect things, people were like, I understand now. I'm a genius. Well, this is this is my thing with um 
this is my thing with uh, not cult films per se, but but like thing pe- movies that people really cling to that are really good. Mm-hmm. There are movies that are really good because they just completely do the job that they set out to do and the job that they need to do. And Back to the future. Yeah, and you can see the seams and understand how it works and see the payoff and all that, right? This is why mm-hmm. such films are studied. There are films that are just pretty good, right? And there's no way that you can like explain explain it because you're like, this is a weird choice. Why do they do it this way? But it just it works on like an emotional level, right? Yeah. Um and this is this is one of those movies where you'd be like, I see I see how it was crafted and you can admire the craft, but then in admiring for the general audience at least, admiring the craft leads you to think that you're like, Oh wow, I don't usually think this way about other movies that I watch that I like. So this thing is a masterpiece because I can understand it, you know? Right. Yeah. Like, I feel that way. <laughs> I feel that way about, uh, 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 get out. Cause get out's excellent. It's amazing. It's, it's phenomenal. And once you read into the subtext and all that stuff and you're like, this is a very well-crafted movie. And you're you can a lot of admire smart underlying things. Yeah, and you can admire the seams. Mm-hmm. But other people but are also, like, "Yo, this is, is so like really psychologically deep." Whatever. I'm like, right. bro, this is the most blatant thing. And then that leads people into overthinking. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Which is how we get things like the Joker should always should always be uh, be Batman's uh, complete mortal foil and not just one of his regular bad guys or Batman has to be the most violent man like just hard lining into fascist Batman when the whole point is like but that only gets him so far like right like seeing seeing that the takeaways are like we need to give Batman a tank all the time he needs to be breaking people's arms and legs left and right. The Joker has to be uh, uh, up his own wazoo every time, monologuing about how Batman needs him, blah, blah, blah. They're two, right, yeah. two sides of the same coin, even though it's not about Harvey Dent. Um, bad, head, bad head, baby. Just like, because you admire it, you're like, this is the only thing. That, that, you know, of course, the things that people like are the things that they want to imitate. But those things don't always work out in a a one-to-one copy. There's there's a difference between taking inspiration from something. Yes. And then, you know, on the other hand, you, you can take inspiration from something and create something that's your own and then you can see something be really emotionally affected by it and go i need to do that yeah i mean for to to go back to to get out to get out and like uh us as an example of like look at how how many people are trying to capitalize off like horror that's black trauma 
Right. But it's they completely lose the like the nuance in the thing of like we're just gonna copy it off its looks. You know what I mean? Look at stretching before we have because we haven't even seen the movie. Look at how Joker is like we're just gonna completely steal the seventies Scorsese aesthetic and just apply that to to yeah. to our fake Joker. You know what I mean? Now that I've seen Taxi Driver, I can't like that's one thing that I'm looking forward to about the Joker is Once like, again, I will tell you watch King of Comedy before. Okay. Cuz one one right. King of Comedy is just really good. Um but two, it's like I I think it's supposed to be like a mix of both. Like it's like the aesthetic of um Taxi Driver and the I guess not thematic but like story inspiration of of king of comedy okay yeah so like while i was watching no we can't do this because i'll start talking about taxi driver and we should say that for the joke okay um yeah later later we'll get there we will get there um that first interaction between bruce and harvey is so good um, um at the restaurant yeah yes because you have batman's like trying to size up harvey dent and see if he can be trusted he's like talking to gordon about it he's trying to figure harvey dent out yeah so he brings you know bruce brings his date the the ballerina, ballerina. The russian yeah yeah um the russian ballet and that's his date <laughs> and the whole time rachel's like he's trying to show me up and be like you know yeah look at you and your guy i've got this russian ballerina here how do you feel you know like that's the vibe that she's getting and partially yeah yeah she's not completely wrong yeah um because bruce is being a little petty but she assumes that pettiness to the nth degree later on throughout the movie yes it's like it's not that anymore because now he likes harvey yeah she don't, he don't, what is it? She don't know how Batman really operates. <laughs> no. There's no, there's no indication that um they ever work together again in his nightly escapades. Not in Very confusing how much time has passed between this movie and the last. Because <laughs> The just, Dark Knight is a soft reboot. Well, actually, you know what? No, because they did need a new DA because their old DA died. <laughs> Because I was like, oh, there was a whole election cycle and everything. But I'm like, oh, no, wait. He he died. He got shot. <laughs> he got shot. During the gang war. Yeah, that was funny. That that part is still really funny. Because he just fires and then just keeps firing. And there's no indication that he's going to stop. And it just cuts away. Um, <laughs> But no, well, yeah. they're Because like, Joker's doing his thing. And Batman's in Gotham. You know, they're like, oh, yeah, I don't want to mess around with the Batman. And it's just, it, I guess, I was, I would assume, I guess, like, over a year, maybe? Yeah. Because Harvey has seemed to, like, he's somewhat established. Yes. He's the DA. He's not the new DA. He's yeah. just the DA. He's new enough, but... Oh, for sure. Yeah. But, I'm, like, it's not, like, a super fresh thing. Yeah. Um, But the ballerina is, like, I don't think Batman is good. And so Harvey's like, well, hold on now. And so he's defending Batman. Mm -hmm. And Bruce is like, 
nah, I mean, this Batman guy is weird, you yeah. know? <laughs> like, as Bruce Wayne should always do. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm thinking of that uh, Tumblr post that's like, Tumblr. Right. <laughs> um, they have it for like different superheroes where on the news they'll mention something about their alter ego. Yeah. And then they're, you know, themselves as their secret identity is watching it. And it's like, I hate that guy. And yeah. it's like, that's just how Bruce Wayne is with Batman. You know? If, if Peter Parker didn't have to take photos of Spider Man for a living, it'd be really funny if he just turned into a Spider Man anti. Yeah. Just, just like, you know what, Jonah, you're right. <laughs> like It would be so funny. Yeah. And then the inevitable, like, Jonah finds out Peter is Spider-Man happens. Yeah. And he just has, I was going to say he is Whiplash without making the connection between <laughs> J.K. Simmons and Jonah. But now I have. Oh, man. So he is Whiplash, That's good. baby. That's good. Woo. I nailed that one. That's like, crazy. He's like, you think you're invincible? We should Omni Man. <laughs> no, we, <laughs> we should stop doing this. <laughs> um But yeah, like Harvey Dent is passionately defending Batman and Rachel's sitting there like knowing Bruce is Batman and yeah. doesn't want to really say anything too nice about him. I like every, I like everyone's acting in that scene. It's it's so good. Yeah, And then Bruce is listening to him and you can sort of see like for Batman, it clicks. Okay. I can trust this guy. Yeah. Batman. Yeah. But for Bruce, he's like, I'm going to throw you a fundraiser. He's like, no, you don't understand. Not one fundraiser with all my pedals. You'll never need another cent. Do you get it? You get it? Do you get it? You get it? Coins. Two-Face. Two-Face. Oh. Um, yeah. yeah that's just another one of those things that's like okay yeah got it duh yeah thanks <laughs> um like i oh. enjoy those things because it's a superhero movie yeah but for a movie that's trying not to be a superhero movie in all these weird ways yeah. it's like if you don't make a choice right now yeah. i want to jump over i want to jump over to because i know we're not doing plot by beat by beat but i want to jump over to the first time joker shows up proper when all yes. of the uh, all of the crime families, I guess, are are like, "Yo, what do we do?" And then um, Mr. Lau, played by uh, the great Chin Han, is like, "Yeah, I moved all your money because I couldn't wait for y'all because the, the cops were gonna, you know, seize all your assets." Um, and then Joker's like. Yeah, you know Batman's going to come and get you, right? Because he's Batman. And then Mr. Lau just turns off his his camera. <laughs> like, he literally said, he has nothing else to say. him out on Zoom. And yeah. Batman said, nope. <laughs> no thanks. Turns off camera. Um, yeah. Yeah, nah. And then he's like, yeah, bro. He's like, look, I'm going to just tell you right now, all your problems... Arc is a Batman. Like, let's be real. You know, none of these dudes, like, all these dudes were scared of you. But right, now they're gotta, not. We got to nail down his performance in the scene because he shows up, right? Because yeah. they're, they're talking about him before. And they're talking about the bank heist. And they're like, do we know who did this? Yeah. 
He's like, you know, some, some two bit whack job calls himself yeah. the Joker, wears the cheap suit, makeup, makeup, yeah. Um, and then you know, the man himself walks in the room and is like, the suit's not cheap. And I'm like, you want to know you bought it, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's just like establishes his presence mm-hmm. every time he's around, you know. Mm-hmm. You want to see a magic trick, yeah. That scene, man. Pencil. That was is the it... hardest scene to me for like the longest. Just the magic trick thing. Yeah. Because he literally. And nobody. Does anyone ever grab the body? Does anyone ever address the body again? No one acknowledges it. Because he's like just dead on the floor. The moment and move on. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. But yeah, but so yeah. he scams him, even though he's right, which mm-hmm. is the key to being a great scammer. Um, <laughs> um, if you're good at something. Never do it for free. Yeah. He, man. Um, and they don't make the deal just then, but you know. No, but they, he they, is, he has put it forth in their mind yeah. that you need me. Yeah. Right? And I love that scene because he knows exactly how to navigate these people that he's never met before. Yeah. Because <laughs> he pulls up, he's like, here's what you need. Here's why you need me. Also, you can't control me and you don't own me. And then, you know, when they step to him, he pulls open the coat. And just the the physicality in that scene where he's, like, tugging on the, yeah. the string. You can feel it. You can feel the tension. Fu- the tension is just, <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. Because he'll do it. Because uh, uh, uh. he and, can like, still. He tugs he... almost a little too hard sometimes. And you're like, oh. Yeah. Uh. But the funny thing is he totally could do that mm-hmm. and still win. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he totally could pulls just it, kill pin, all of them. Pulls his jacket off, still win. It, disappears. Yep, completely. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, I think that stuff like that, like being able to completely read and navigate these crime bosses he's never met and has been screwing over, manipulate, um, Harvey, just cause as much terror as he does in this movie is really elevated by the fact that you have no clue where he came from whatsoever. Yes. And and you never need to know. Never need to know. It doesn't need to be established. You don't have to find out. And I'm it cool. Doesn't... I'm cool with honestly Joker's origin is very open-ended to me regardless. Yeah. I like the Ace Chemicals thing. Obviously they me weren't going to do that for this one. No. Um I am totally open to just being like he's just a guy. I'm open to like the gangster uh uh method because they do that in um in 89 and in BTAS. Like it just like it just yeah. works, right? Such an open-ended guy that you're just like this dude is crazy. I think the Scott Snyder version of that is weird cuz he cuz obviously him being putting on the red hood outfit and falling into the um, Vatic Chemicals and his chemicals is, you know, very sad because it's like, I did this just because they needed a fall guy. But in, I think it's zero year or right before zero year, whenever Scott Snyder's doing the new 52 origins of Batman and his villains, um, the leader of the Red Hood gang is very flamboyant and like, semi-sociopathic and like you know like 
already setting up the like i'm gonna be your bad guy forever and then he falls in like i remember that being a little off-putting to me when i read it as a as a teenager yeah Um, i feel like so to me it's never where the joker comes from that matters yeah it's what he does once he's there yes because the man obviously had to exist beforehand yes but until he gets to gotham once he's in Gotham, that's what matters. Yeah. Once he's active. Yeah. Right? And I'm I'm interested in all the different versions. I like when he has a gang. I like the Red Hood gang. I like all kinds of stuff to yeah. do with that. But, like, I can, you know, consume a whole story with Batman and the Joker. And if the Joker's good in it, you know, even if the Joker's bad in it, I will never be like, well, where did he come from? Yeah. That's not the part that's interesting. Like, you can know, but that's not, that's not why i'm here because to me he's not really a people are always like yeah the joker and he's this foil batman he's the other side of his coin he's this and that and i'm like well to me it's batman as a catalyst for the joker yeah and then the joker is active and he's doing his thing and obviously that obsession with batman should grow yeah and you know i like the idea of this is a game we're destined to play forever that whole vibe yeah but like it doesn't need to be from the start like I'm doing all this for you. Yeah. It's like you're on this side, I'm on this side when he first gets there. Mm-hmm. Let's have some fun with it. Mm-hmm. And then over time it becomes this obsession because he's always losing. Yeah. That's exactly that's exactly how I feel about it and would go about it if I were in charge of setting up the Batman mythos. Yeah. It's like, you put me here, but I'm not, like, I'm just going to try and figure out where I go from here, but then you keep getting in my way. So now, we just got to keep doing this dance. Exactly. Yeah. And this is something that I want to talk about now, on this episode, and not, like, at the end, yeah. Um, whenever we talk about how to make a good Batman movie, yeah. because we're not going to do a Joker story for that. We're not. We're just gonna tell you how to make a good Batman movie. I don't know what we're doing. I don't even know who we're choosing for that, but we're not. Uh... It'll be a, a multiple choice type thing, but it's not going to be a, a Joker story. I feel like so we'll I feel like what you and I should do for that, and I'm gonna I'm gonna keep this part in. What you and I should do for that is we should come up with our own separate ones, and then we're also work on one together. Okay. I'm with it. You heard it here for her. <laughs> you heard it here first. You want to try that again? There we go. Um. But yeah, he's great. Where, where, where? What do you, what do you want to, what do you want to get into next? Uh. Okay. So there's this whole thing going on. So you, you've already talked about Mr. Lau and everything, right? Yes. You brought him up. Yes. Um, important to note, Bruce Wayne was already looking into him. Yes. Uh, and he has him come over to Wayne Enterprises in Gotham to be like, hey, maybe we'll do a deal. And then, you know, Lucius is talking to Bruce and he's like, you know, some of his funds, he's dirty. Right? Yeah. And then Lucius looks at him and he's like, but you knew that already, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> and Bruce is like, yeah, you know, I just want to make sure. Yeah. That's good Batman. 
It's good Batman. Good and what's Batman. better is that in that boardroom meeting, Bruce is posted up in his chair, passed out. Asleep. Yeah, because he's dead tired from the night before. Well, it's that, but it's also like they think he can afford to do that because yeah. he's Bruce Wayne. Yeah, and they think he's bored. Exactly. <laughs> and he, like, those things are just, he's tired, so he's going to use this moment to sleep. Yeah. But he's also using it because it further cements that, like, this is Bruce Wayne. He's yeah. kind of the slack off weirdo. It's a power play. Exactly. Excellent. <laughs> Which Christian Bale's Bruce Wayne is great at yes. from the moment he appears in Batman Begins yes. when he's like, I'm teaching your secretary to play golf outside. You thought I was dead. Huh? Yeah. You know, like yeah. all that stuff. Well, I'm buying this establishment, you know, like there all, is, all yeah. of that. There is a tweet I saw last week that was like, I still think Michael Keaton's the best to play Bruce Wayne and Batman. And, you know, I, like, I don't think that now but Michael Keaton's obviously still great. I still think he's the best uh, Batman. Um, right, me too. And he's a he's he is a really good Bruce Wayne. I love you his can see him, on Bruce Wayne. Yeah, because you can still see him get lost character. and you know. Um, but the thing that kept annoying me was people in the replies of that tweet were like, "Well, yeah, but then Affleck was really good too, and then like so was like Bale and like Val Kilmer or whatever." Nobody said George Clooney. Um, <laughs> yeah, because it was just George but, Clooney. But the person kept replying was like, "Yeah, but I can totally tell that that would be Batman." Yeah, because you know that. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I, I don't understand how if you would think that. Like, putting yourself in the shoes of an average Gotham citizen and watching the Nolan trilogy, and you're like, I know. No, you shut get up. you like you as the viewer get to spend a lot of time with both Batman and Bruce Wayne, but the average person yeah. doesn't. Like, what do they know about Bruce Wayne? Like, there's only like all of the Russian ballet on a yacht. Yeah. There's only (laughs) one scene that I think Bruce shares with Gordon, and it's when he uses the Lamborghini to block the dude trying to hit the police van. Oh, man, that scene is so good. It is good. But like, I'm like, dude, like. How would you like? Obviously, the only people who can put this together and believe this are the people that get to spend time with both Batman and Bruce Wayne, right? Or, um, <laughs> what's his name? Who's the Wayne employee? Who's like doing research? And yeah, everything but that's and cheating because he has access to their to the right. files, right? Exactly. You're not just going to be a normal person. Be like, oh, that's yeah, yeah. Like you're not going to be on the street. And be like, oh, Bruce Wayne came back. Oh, the Batman started like that's not like a that's not like a thought that's gonna cross your mind. You know what I mean? Causation you never even you never no, even see it? the Batman straight up on camera if you're like a Gotham citizen. Yeah, what's the phrase? Correlation does not equal causation. Yeah, like, <laughs> like it's like causation does not equal correlation, but that's just wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But um, I, yeah, but that that was making me mad when I saw that. I was like, I was like, sure, but like, that it's different if you're in, like, in the universe. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just made me. It just made me mad, and I was I I I needed to to, to vent about that. <laughs> right now, I'm thinking about Men in Black when uh, Tommy Lee Jones says. You know, a person is smart. People are stupid. Yeah. 
people are stupid. Yeah. And every day they prove that man right. (laughs) Tommy Lee Jones himself proves it right by beefing with Jim Carrey. But that's (laughs) that's a whole different thing. Um, Um, But yeah, the reason that I'm talking about um, Mr. Lau is because later, as he leaves the country with all the money, uh, Bruce pulls up to Lucius and he's like, hey, (laughs) how how do I get this guy? Yeah. And he's like, all right, well, there's this thing called Skyhook, you know? Yeah. Uh, You know, Metal Gear Solid. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. It's the thing, wait, you know. Wait, just, real quick, you know, though. We have to talk about how Bruce is like, I want to be able to turn my head in my costume. But rather than just <laughs> verbalize that to Lucius, he made some drawings. And he's like, oh, you want to be able to turn your head. How do you, he, like hands him. I it's two. It's so like, two pages of sketches. <laughs> right. And you can kind of see them, but there's no focus on. Yeah. On the, the I just see neck muscles. What I imagine. What I imagine is it's like a very poorly drawn, you know, Batman head facing this way, yeah. Batman head facing yeah. this way, an arrow <laughs> to each other. <laughs> like scrawled in the corner. Give yeah. Me this. Yeah. It's all in crayon. Lucius is like, you won't be able to turn your head. Mm, Rottweilers or chihuahuas. Um, <laughs> yeah, but they devised the whole plan. This is this is the... It's a really cool plan. Yeah, this is the thing that's weird to me with uh, uh, no, pacing in Nolan movies sometimes. Is sometimes things mm-hmm. start in the middle of a conversation. Kind of like a heist, yeah, they basically. Do. Yeah, they do. Cause All the time. Because, uh, what is it? I I think they finished talking on the roof, uh, uh, Gordon, Dent, and Batman, which uh, also, long Halloween. Um, and he's like, Lao's halfway to China already, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then Batman disappears. And then it cuts to Bruce and Lucius's office. He's like, oh, yeah, our Chinese friends left uh, very abruptly. And I'm like, bro. This the middle. This the middle. What? What did we? How did we get here? I mean, I know how we get here. I don't. You don't need to see it, obviously. Right. But it's just really yeah. funny that the way they go about that is like, let's start you in the middle of a conversation, and Christopher Nolan does this through all of his movies. <laughs> Inception is the worst offender about this, by the way. I I believe it. I'll say that um, the the dialogue pacing is so much better than in Batman Begins. Yeah, because. In Batman Begins, a person will say something and they've barely closed their mouth to, you know, show that they're done and the other person's already halfway through their sentence. Yeah. And it's like, it happens so consistently throughout Batman Begins. And I'm like, y'all talk real fast. <laughs> and in this, it's just, it's it's nowhere near that bad. But yeah, what I really like about this whole cool plan, obviously there's that great scene where, um, you know, Bruce is on the boat with all those models, and then the plane gets there, and Alfred's like, "I think your ride is here." You know, yeah. and he does his whole thing, and Bruce is like, "All right, you keep him entertained." And Alfred's like, hmm. "Alfred's like, I don't want to rub suntan job. lotion on all these beautiful <laughs> women." He just he don't want to. He's such a gentleman that he will. 
questions about that plane and how that whole thing went your ride is here right because what is it that they say it's like there's it's smugglers or someone right Do yeah south hire? korean smugglers yeah and i'm like so when did you get changed um how did you how did you work this situation out i'm confused well well no he gets on the thing and then we cut to um lucius is there lucius is there and then bruce is there and he's in just regular clothes when he shows up yeah and he probably had he probably had his stuff in in the bag that he threw in the water before he dived in so there's there's, a lot of stuff to have in that bag man yeah um (laughs) explosive gel his gun yeah that thing is cool by the way it's so dope (laughs) it's i i love that scene i love the whole execution of it yeah but what i like more importantly is like it sets this precedent for batman yeah because he goes i mean it continues the precedent set before for batman that i'll go to any country to beat up brown people (laughs) but not that one yeah the good precedent that it sets is like if you do crime in gotham no matter where you go the batman's going to get you yeah stay out of my city don't cause trouble in my city yeah right i will come and get you i don't care about international law i don't care about the trouble that it could cause whenever you do this there's problems you know kim it's gonna be trouble kim it's your own words i'm going to get you (laughs) 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 i said that to my dog today society and i thought my jokes were bad I like how often Joker says something and then turns his head to be like, mm, I don't know, and then just jumps into something else. <laughs> it's really, it's a really funny like quirk that he has. My father was a drinker and a fiend. Cause he even he even does it he even does it at the end when Batman says something and he's got the three dogs in front of him, and then he does like, hmm, go get them dogs. <laughs> it's really funny to me. It is. Um, let me see. I, I wish that more things would introduce Lucius Fox at the start helping Batman out. Yeah. I wish more things like, would also introduce Leslie Tompkins helping out. Right. That's what I brought up to you. <laughs> is like, I, I like the idea of him having this infrastructure because really, without Lucius, you have to jump through a lot of hoops to, to get Batman started in Gotham. Yeah. And it's just, man. And I mean, if you want to, it's honestly, if you don't want to introduce him at the start, start, and you want to have Batman, like, you know, doing. It's got to be real raggedy at the yeah, start. Man. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm, like, and I'm, but I'm totally fine with that. Cause I like it when. No, me too. I like it when Batman's it's like, um, all rough and Batman tumble. Batman Earth One. Yes. Now, listen, I found out some stuff about how Batman Earth One goes as it goes on. And it's. I've only yikes. read the first book. I've only read the first book too, and I like that one. Mm-hmm. And I've been like, hmm, I don't know about that one. I, we're gonna have to talk more about this later because I don't even, yeah. I don't even know. But uh, you know, uh, screw Jeff Johns. Screw Jeff Johns. Yeah. Um, also, that first Wonder Woman volume is bad, and no one talks about it. Is that? It's not. Good. That's Grant Morrison, right? It is, yeah. and I like Grant Morrison. Um, but well, I like old Grant Morrison. 
He's on. You know what? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Mm-hmm. I can't think no, of a single right. thing that Grant Morris has done in like the past ten years. That man used to be uh, masterpiece. Yes, I need to read his uh, Animal Man. Me too. Mm-hmm. I read some panels from it recently that I was like, "Whoa, this is crazy!" Yeah, this is nuts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, where are we? Um, he steals Lao from China. Right. And then they start that band Mac throws him. And then they start winning. Yeah, man. They put away all the criminals and they're like, oh, yeah, we did it. We we did it, Patrick. We saved the city. Um, and then this is when stuff starts to go down. Right. It's so baffling to me how much of this movie is shot like in really bright daylight. Yeah. <laughs> like it's a it's a Batman movie. Yeah. And then later, you know, after Rachel dies, it's daytime, but they have the lighting all like somber yeah. and low. Yeah. And I'm like, that's just Gotham Christopher Nolan. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need to save this like cuz if he had, had it like raining, which obviously is too easy and too typical. And like, I mean, you know, it still looks, doing it. It, for the most part, before then, it looks all gross and metropolitan. Yeah, but it's just like such a bright, daylight-filled, you know. Yeah. It it feels weird to see these crimes happening in the day, which I get can kind of be the point, because yeah. that's something Joker addresses, but it's like, can you make the city look a little more gloomy or something? Yeah. Just... Just give it any sort of soul, please. Because, I mean, even even Gotham and BVS looks pretty boring, but it's still, like, it still gloomy has a and rainy. To it. Yeah. And when you're inside, like, that first shot when Batman's, like, up in the corner of the wall in the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And you're like, ugh. That's cool. Sorry, okay. I just, I just, it just hit me really hard out of nowhere that I'm going to have to watch BVS in two weeks. And I'm like, really I'm crying. <laughs> like, my my eyes just started to well up because I'm like, we're oh my watch the ultimate God, edition. we're not. No. We're I don't, not. I'm not going to watch it. I don't want to watch it. <laughs> we're just watching the regular version. Oh, man. Why? So I can see Ben Affleck's butt and two more Superman lines? I'm okay. Man. You know what's funny, though? It, I feel like watching, like watching, watching all these together has been a, a, a truly, you know, great experience. Right, but yeah. be and and you know it's like all things that we had, you know that happened before you and I like became friends, and BVS happened right, be- right, like right before it. Um, because no, it's, it's, it's the same. No, it's the same year, but it was right before it. Because that was before things. Yeah, Stop. no, because that's before I met um, Ash. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Um. Right. So yeah. Right before it, like, and we talked about that, and we talked about the, you know, what we wanted. And then from the no DC one movies. stopped talking about that movie for like eight years. Yeah. But it's but it, we've never we've never watched it together, and it, no. I just I feel like now it I would not be surprised. If this is the movie with the most stoppage, 
Oh, we are going to be... Because <laughs> we're just going to stop it again and oh, again just man. to be like, ah, because we have so much... Not only so, is so much of our our relationship built upon um, <laughs> talking crap about this one, just but just talking crap about the, the DCEU as a whole at that point. the direction and the way that they've taken these characters. Yeah. Like... And it's it's what really solidified for us that like oh we have very similar opinions. Yes. Yeah. If that yeah, episode, lots of stuff we if, don't agree. If on. that episode ends up three and a half hours, I'm not trimming it down. <laughs> I'm not trimming it down. I'm not talking about Batman versus Superman for three. And but a half we hours. don't. But like I said, we we're not just talking about Batman v Superman the whole time that episode. It's about the start yeah. up to, I guess. Uh, Snyder cut chronologically, not release wise. Um, you wanna about that? Should should we double feature Man of Steel and BVS? Because I haven't seen Man of Steel in a really long time. We can. I'm not opposed to watching Man of Steel. I don't like. I, I don't I really like. It. Yeah, no, I don't like Man of Steel as much as I did when I saw it originally. But I'm. But I'll watch it. Okay. Because I I think we should because it's been so long since I've seen it, and if we're gonna talk about it. You know, as someone who has historically very much enjoyed that film. Yeah. I'm prop to be honest with you, I'm probably gonna watch at least in addition to those two, Wonder Woman, uh, Aquaman, and Snyder Cut again. That's all you boss. Yeah, no, I know. I but I've also especially just been feeling watching the Snyder Cut again. I do wanna see it again, yeah. but probably not anytime soon because yeah. that's however many hours yeah four and a half or something uh no it's four it's just four okay um Still a lot. yes but yeah get into the, sorry yeah get sorry to sidetrack into that it just it hit me really hard even more so no. than like we have to yeah, watch man. joker <laughs> yeah huh I'm still at least a little bit looking forward to Batman versus Superman. Well, yeah, because there's stuff in there that's cool. Yeah. But it's still going to make all of the anger rush back. Sure. (laughs) And it's not even just that movie. It's just like broader anger about the discourse around it. And DC. And and DC in general. And the fact they don't know what to do with these characters who have decades upon decades of comic books to draw from yeah. and instead they go hmm what if we what made if it we up just <laughs> right what if we made what if ish we up made it all um <laughs> <laughs> episode 10 so inside joke heavy that none of you can know what we're talking yeah, about yeah we're actually gonna delete all the prior episodes and just make <laughs> this one the only episode um but yeah, Who's uh, honest tight beat. <laughs> oh man, I'm sad. I never got to experience that, dude. Genuinely, such a good time. I only knew about that when it ended. <laughs> Cause, like, we'll talk about this more later. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, Gotham's in daylight a bunch. And you think it's crazy. Um, I feel like we have to start talking about uh, how heavy the Joker starts winning. 
and just keeps winning and doesn't stop winning for so long. Yeah, man. Cause well, it's, it's, this is very good of like end of act one, start of act two. Yeah. Cause it, it there's just, so much going on. Yeah. In too. Cause like he just, he, what is it? They're like, all right, yeah, we won. And then, um, what the fundraiser starts and then they're like, yo, we got threats about the Joker killing judge Cirillo and, we don't know who else he's going to go after, whatever. And they blow up Judge Cirillo. Uh, they poison uh, Loeb. Commissioner Loeb, which I don't know what they poisoned him with because whatever was in that glass. The glass starts to, like, steam acid. And I'm like, hmm. Because the alcohol sat in that glass for a little while before he took a sip from it. Um, it oxidized. <laughs> Um, and then he decides to get hands-on with Harvey. Yeah. All right, here's how you know the Joker's crazy. Yeah. For this whole movie, it's like, hmm, that's a guy with a plan. I didn't know for sure if he was crazy. Yeah. And let me tell you how I knew. Mm-hmm. This man pulled up, picked up that shrimp appetizer that had like a tomato or something at the end of that yeah. toothpick. Yeah. And he ate the tomato and left the shrimp and set the toothpick down <laughs> and i was like you that was the evilest thing he did in the whole movie how do you know he's not vegetarian you think the joker is vegetarian no i just wanted to say it for the joke but you didn't have to you know <laughs> and i thought Ali, my jokes were bad bring me my salad <laughs> He becomes a vegetarian specifically out of spite to to poison ivy. <laughs> <laughs> he would. He would. He super duper would. Yeah. That's what starts uh Joker and Poison Ivy's beef. Yeah. And that's why she and Harley everything goes down the way it does. Yeah. It starts there. Yeah, it all starts there. Um not only does he do that, but I like when he grabs the champagne glass and lifts it up. And all the champagne comes out of it and then takes the sip just completely and then sets it down like all he drinks from the empty glass. Just, it's it's, so it's excellent. Um, it's so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's really. Oh, man. I want to know how I got these scars. My father was a drinker and a fiend. I don't remember enough of the lines to, to really go. Yeah, no. Oh, shout out Michael Jai White, the fact that he just in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> He's just in there. Just doing his thing. Yeah. Love it. Um. But yeah, then we're here. So Loeb and Cirillo die, and then he's coming after Harvey it's at the really fundraiser. It's really funny when Cirillo dies because oh. they – they give her that envelope, right? Yeah. And they're like, this has the directions of where you need to go. We don't even know where you're going. Yeah. <laughs> she opens it and it just says up. And then she exploded. Copyright struck. Yeah, with my beautiful uh, dulcet yeah. tones. Yeah, it's just so accurate. Yeah. Um, but I told you during that scene, I was like, "She went to heaven." <laughs> <laughs> I 
that's nice. <laughs> Thank you, Joker, for implying that she goes to heaven. The Joker was like, God gets another angel today. <laughs> Me in hell. <laughs> Where is Carmine Falcone? Oh, yeah. Did he die? Or he's just, he's probably no, just in Arkham. he's just in prison. Yeah. We never see Arkham again, do we? No. That's hilarious. Unless Bane does something with it. I don't remember. I don't remember at all. Yeah. Oh, man. All the Bane voices next week. (laughs) Uh, Nolan at least provides something to us. Yeah. (laughs) To me and you. Yeah. Which is just the most fun voices to do. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, then... What is it? Before Bruce chokes out, chokes out Harvey. Chokes out out Harvey. I don't know where he Rich puts him in like a broom you... closet. I guess I don't know. He just stuffs that man somewhere. Yeah. Because at no point, because uh, at no point does Harvey ever be like, "Yo, what happened when I like I blacked out and then like I no. guess the Joker came by like n- none of that whatever it's it's hilarious." Um, I feel like that man has had some party experiences before. Definitely. I mean, he's a he was just like lawyer. Mm, one of those days, <laughs> he's a lawyer. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah. So then, what is it? Shenanigans ensue. Batman's fighting people in the middle of the penthouse, and it looks funny. Joker's doing the really Joker thing of like, I'm gonna throw other dudes at him and then come in when he's yes. when he's subdued. Um. What so then and then he throws he throws Rachel off the side of the building and well I just love the way that that scene goes because he has her and the window's broken and he's you know mm. holding her there let her go very poor choice very of poor words choice of words he just and just drops her yeah I don't like how we said all of the same words in the exact mm-hmm. same tones mm-hmm. at the exact mm-hmm. same time together it's gonna be a fun listen i'm gonna keep i'm gonna keep those together at the same time yeah you gotta um yeah he lets her go and then he dives out and he gets her and you're like oh cool so he's gonna grapple or he's gonna do the cape thing they die (laughs) he just turns on his back and decides i'll save rachel by landing on my spine yeah no, Batman, not in this movie. And then you Bane wait. gets out the car. <laughs> right, right. Um, but he just lands on top of that car with her. Yeah. And I'm like, your suit might have some kind of shock absorbers, but nowhere near enough for that to be okay. Yeah. And I love it because the scene just ends right there, and he doesn't even bother going after <laughs> the Joker. Yeah, he escaped. He, he gets out of there. Leaves. He like talks to Rachel for a second on the car, and then the scene's over. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it would, it would cut, and Joker's looking at the window, just like we out, and just leaves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. When then we have, oh yeah, Dent comes in, and he's 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 ready to he's ready to do business. He's talking to Lal. Um, Bruce is like, oh, you know, they're not gonna try and up their money coming after me or whatever. So I'm not the target, whatever. But then I guess there's uh, what is it? What happens? 
I think Joker phones in a threat, and then uh, Batman and Gordon show up to uh, the that one apartment, and there are two dead cops. And if you put uh, certain parts of their name together, it adds up to Harvey Dent. And they're like, "Oh, he's uh, he's threatening Harvey what Dent." What are the odds that the the Gotham Police Force <laughs> has? It would have been funny if they were like Harvey Bullock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it would be funny. But no, the guy's last name is Harvey. And then And then the other guy's name is like Dent something. Right? Yeah. And it's like, man. Who's named Dent? <laughs> like <laughs> Right. Dent is a last name. It is, yeah. But even <laughs> then I've never met anyone named Dent. Me. <laughs> That's my middle name. Cayman Dent Cruz. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Surprise. Um, it's a lot of no, but then he does. Then he does. Uh, what is it? He he finds the bullet hole and he drills the chunk of the wall out and then goes to recreate it at it in his little his little pseudo with his cave. crazy gun turret and wild setup that he just pulls out i of remember I, <laughs> yeah i would say i'd like to imagine that he and alfred drug that in there um i remember that scene in the theater because it's just really loud <laughs> it's just very well, loud and scary i feel like the vibe of that is like when you and like your uncle has to set up a canopy for a for a barbecue, like that kind of thing. Yeah, it's just Bruce and Alfred like pulling this thing out. Yeah, hold that piece. I am holding that piece. Hold the piece right. <laughs> that kind of thing. And you hurt your fingers trying to. Oh yeah, set the, you absolutely the get your up. fingers pinched. Yeah. If you've been holding it right, then you went, shut up, man. That's why I don't like. That's why I don't like doing those. I'm just. I just refuse. <laughs> I'm like. I'm there to take a plate home. I'm like, I didn't come to do work. This is why you show up a good uh, uh, two to three hours into the function. Yeah. Well, for me, it ends up being now I'm watching people's kids, but it's okay because I like the kids usually. I know. What? A, wait, what? A, <laughs> there's the episode of The Flash in which Mark Hamill shows up to be the trickster again. And it's like the finale thing. There's like some event they're having, whatever. And the trickster shows up and he's like, I poisoned every single champagne glass and it the poison will kick in in about an hour. And he's and he's looks to this one guy who showed up early and then he dies right on time. <laughs> and he's like, that's why you never show up early to the party. And then I was that's like, really this is stupid, but that's funny. I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. Um. But yeah, then he puts together, you know, the, the, he reconfigures the bullet basically and he finds a thumbprint. I don't understand how that works. Um, it, it don't make yeah, that didn't, no yeah, sense I don't know. at all. Um, which is funny because that's like the one bit of like detective work that he does in this movie. He just, he made all that up. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but then he's like, oh, well, they're, they're going to try and kill the mayor or try and kill Dent at, um, at, um, Commissioner Loeb's funeral, whatever. And 
he's like, uh, I got to go out there. So he takes his, I think it's a Ducati, and is in his civilian gear. And then he goes to try and uh, figure out where the shot would come from or whatever. But it was just a ruse. It was just a ruse because really he was on the, they were on the floor. And then. Uh, That's a really cool scene. Yeah, yeah, no, it's really good because especially when the timer clicks and then everybody shoots. It's just yeah. excellent, yeah. Because um, the snipers are pointed at that building across the way. Yeah. And then there's the tripod set up with the camera, right? Yeah. And then, you know, Bruce gets in there and all the guys are luckily blindfolded. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and he starts doing which, the Batman voice. Yeah. Because they don't need to be. Yeah. Um, but it's not the full-on growl that he's doing. No, yeah, it's, yeah. He's he's still a little closer to, like, a whisper. He's closer to, like, a decent Batman voice and yeah. not the nonsense he does for this whole trilogy. <laughs> um, I, they don't need to be blindfolded at all. Yeah, that's just convenient for him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he um, goes in there, and they're like, who are you? They did this to you. Yeah. I'm like, hmm. Can you do that voice all the time? Yeah. Um, Please. So then they're down there. Gordon the gets shot shoot at him and uh, he dies. When the thing pops up, though. Huh? The the shutter pops up. Oh, yeah. And then the snipers take the shot at him because the, the window. I'm like, y'all didn't see a tripod sticking out this thing? Yeah. Also, why was the Joker planning for some guy to walk into this room at this moment? Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, it could have just been he just it's left cool. there to line up the thing completely and yeah. then just, yeah. Because um, it's still, I mean, obviously, yeah. even if you set the shutter to go off at that time, it's still going to be a good target Draw for Draw the them, attention of the snipers, yeah. You know, distraction. Um, but yeah, yeah and they then shoot they shoot Gordon, Jim Gordon and he dies. very clearly um, gets hit in the arm. R.I.P. Jim Gordon. And, then, and we're watching this movie and Justin goes, yeah, Gordon's dead. Yeah. And I'm like, no, he's not. But he died. And he's like, I'm like, yeah, but he died. And I'm like, but Justin, I've seen these movies before. And he's like, yeah, and he's dead now. And I'm like, no, he's not. Because the thing at the end with his family, like, he's in the next movie. It's pretty. Imp-. And he's like, yeah, Gordon's dead, though. Yeah. I'm like, shut up. But he died. I know. Why are you doing this? No, but he died, though. We watched the movie together. Yeah, he's dead. So the the <laughs> cops show up at uh the Gordon family home and they're talking to uh Barbara Senior. I need to and, hold on before you do this. I okay. need to take a moment to talk about how unimaginative both Jim and Barbara Senior are as parents to be like we're just going to name our children after ourselves. Um, Jaden and Willow. Yeah, I don't like that either. What's your point? No, I know. I'm just pointing it oh, out. Okay. It's yeah, same. it's yeah, it's I, I hate it. Continue. It's even funnier that in the main comic continuity before the New Fifty Two, they were like, "Yeah, that's his uh, that's his niece." Yeah. Who's named after his wife? I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. 
and Barbara's like, you know, I'm sorry. He's like, no. Jimmy, go inside, James. You know, and I'm like, Barbara Gordon's face is not shown. You know, a little Barbara Gordon, her face isn't shown at any point in this movie. Even when she appears later. They just didn't want to set up sidekicks at all for this man. What are you talking about? We get Robin next Shut movie. up. That's why Gordon's dead. Next. <laughs> <laughs> but man, like, you see James Jr. And he's there, his little blonde boy doing what blonde boys do. And just... Babs is nowhere to be seen. And then when she is to be seen, she's covering her face. Yeah. And she just... And then in the credits, she's uh, Gordon's daughter. Gordon's daughter. And the fact that in that scene when Harvey's like, which one do you love the most? He completely ignores Babs. Yeah. He's like, is it her? And then he just grabs his son. And Gordon's like, no. And I'm like... Y'all don't care about little Barbara Gordon at all. <laughs> Just women in Nolan movies, man. <sighs> then Rachel dies. You jumping ahead? Oh, I'm jumping ahead a lot. Rachel, we gotta dies. talk about. We gotta talk about. Um, they're like everything leading yeah, up we, to this. All the cool yeah, stuff that happened. Well, yeah, no, no but we gotta we gotta talk because uh, what is it? This is when Batman goes to interrogate Maroney and he's like, you should have picked the, you know, a better height because this wouldn't kill me. And he's like, yeah. And then he drops him <laughs> yeah. and he breaks his leg. That was the idea. Um, drops that. Man. And then he gets the information. And he's like, you already heard what Joker said. We don't know. He's just, you know, whatever. All you got to do Batman's is take off your mask. legs are magically cured, by the way. Huh? That man's legs are magically cured. Yeah. <laughs> you don't walk yeah. with a limp or nothing. Yeah. Um, he's fine when he shows up later. He's got a cane. Um, he's got a sword in it. He's the penguin. Surprise. Sal Moroni is the penguin. Um, no, but then Batman somehow magically finds Harvey uh, intimidating and interrogating Polka Dot Man. And... Yep. He's like, yeah. we discussed that already, yeah. Um, but then he's like, yeah, I'm gonna turn my. He's like, I'm gonna turn myself in. We can't have any more people dying. And Harvey's like, no, you can't give in, whatever. And then they Don't hold a press in. conference the next day. And then Harvey's like, yeah, oh, uh, Rachel's staying with, staying at Bruce's place, and then she has the goodbye. And then Harvey's doing the press conference, and all the people are like, we're really just gonna let. This dude keep running around so people can die when, like, only, like, specific, like, officials have died, to be clear. Well, yeah. no, there's a couple. Well, there's the cops, and then there's the... We skipped over the... The the uh, the videotape with the fake Batman earlier. Um, but, Justin, listen. When a truck full of soldiers explodes... It's all part of the plan. But when you threaten a little old mayor, everybody loses their yeah, mind. Yeah. 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 Um, That's why you didn't remember. 
Well, there's that cops that says, no more dead cops. And the other guy's like, he should turn himself in. Um, and we're watching and we're like, ugh. <laughs> yeah. Shut up. Yeah. My hearing aid. Um, <laughs> then what? Oh, then Harvey's like, all right, the Batman's going to turn himself in. And he's like, I am the Batman. And everyone's like, oh, what? And everyone's like, what's going on? And everyone gets like really like awkwardly quiet. Yeah. And the foreshadowing for this scene happened earlier when the Russian ballerina said to Harvey, because he was defending Batman so much, she said, maybe you're Batman. And she takes the the menu and holds it over his uh, eyes and nose. Yeah. And just shows his mouth. Yeah. And then later. He, he uh, is the Batman. He is the Batman. I love that scene so much. Which, the press conference? Yeah. Yeah. It's good. No, yeah, it's good. Because there's a lot of a lot of philosoph- philosophizing. Mm-hmm. Because Christian Bale, he's taken that step forward to be like, it's me. And before he even gets a chance, Harvey Dent. Yeah. He just has faith in Batman. He believes in him. Yeah. And I'm just like. <laughs> what a good man. What a good man. I don't like how much uh, Harvey and Gordon are beefing in this movie, like, at the start and throughout. Uh, yeah, a little. I mean... I It works for this. In the beginning, sure. I mean, given the circumstances, I can but understand there's still it. That, there's still that, like, tension throughout of, like, you had cops that are dirty and blah, 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 and I'm like... I mean, it's more yeah, like Harvey's. Not. It's more like Harvey. Well, no. At, at a certain point, Gordon's blames it on. Uh, yeah, Dent's Gordon's office. giving it back. Yeah. yeah, they're they're going back and forth, and like, I understand it as a source of conflict and the way that it's used for the third act and all. Yeah, but I'm like, and it works. <laughs> it yeah yeah again it it works for this movie. Yeah, but I just really like my long Halloween. Uh, they're all working together. And they're buddy buddies. Yeah. The, the only thing standing against the darkness, you know? Yeah. I know they said that Boy. the Batman's supposed to take inspiration, I think, from The Long Halloween. The Long Halloween, yeah. But it'd be super crazy if, like, he just straight up did The Long Halloween for the second movie. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Dark victory, baby. We gotta stop just bringing up that movie until it comes out. Um... We're so excited for we the are, Batman. We are. We really are. It's ridiculous. I I'm feel so myself becoming that, like, more and more of a shill every day. <laughs> my most anticipated comic book superhero movie yeah. is a Batman movie, and that makes me so upset. Yeah. Anyway, so um, what? The, uh, the, uh, what happens? Oh, so then they're like, yeah, we're going to tr- uh, transfer uh, Dent over to wherever. And then the greatest chase sequence of all time. Not really, the, but the just for a sake of hyperbole. Sequence. It's so dope. Because it just so keeps cool. going and going and going and going. Just, mm. And then we get the uh, the bat pod, the, uh, the cooler Daniel to the tumblers Daniel. So you get you get your slaughter is the best medicine. The Joker pulls an RPG out because bullets are bouncing off the armored car that Dent is in. Of course. 
and they they're doing their whole thing and yeah. it's a cool vibe and then they're rpging the other stuff right yeah man it's so cool and the batmobile oh. boosts into a rampless jump <laughs> and it gets all <laughs> it gets all messed up that phrase Bat-mobile. hold on that phrase has the same energy as somehow palpatine has returned <laughs> it boosts itself into a rampless jump. What do you mean? What are you talking about? about? That's something you made up. <laughs> um, but it's yeah. so good. It's just such a great chase sequence. And then you know they're in their uh, their thing. Yeah, they're doing their thing. Okay, Batman, you know, the, the front wheel of the tumbler turns into this cool bat cycle, which has the, the two front wheels ever. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, oh, man, this is nuts. It's so cool. And then the way that it rolls over on, like, the axles and everything. That is so dope. Dude. I love that so much. But But here's the thing. In this, like, on the one street, there's these kids in this empty car. There's no one around yeah. anywhere. There's not even, like, a building that's super nearby to, like, show that that's where the parent of these kids is in yeah. or whatever. But they're in there and they're pew, 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 you know, being kids, pretending to shoot stuff. Yeah. And then Batman's just blowing up cars in his way. Yeah. Just right next to these kids. And I'm like, can we should have died. Can we talk about, real quick, can we talk about how funny this movie is, actually? Really There's funny. a lot of humor in this movie. Cause I we had talked about really it was uh during sixty six. Yeah. And I was like, you know, this is the most fun we'll have with a Batman movie for a long time. Yeah. And I was, you know, kinda right, kinda wrong. Yeah. But like there there's a lot of humor in almost all of these movies. Yeah. Like genuinely, like actually funny stuff. Yeah. My shoes are melting. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. What's up? What killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age! Yeah. What's a joke from... What's a joke from Begins? Um... (laughs) Anyway, the chase sequence is cool, and then... um, The coolest thing happens where he he rigs the thing in between the, the cable. Yeah. I like how I like how Heath Ledger says he he must. He sounds like Tommy <laughs> Lee Jones when he says it. Um, oh man! But then, oh, that truck hits the cable and just clotheslines. So and I'm like, I remember hearing about how they did that a couple years ago because they really did flip over a truck. Right, um, which is why when we watched it, I said they don't make them like this no yeah, more. Um, but they had like a piston right underneath the truck or something. I, or I don't know why I'm saying piston, but like something that like, you know, is a piston the right thing? I'm not sure. Um, I, it feels right. Like a pushing. Yeah. Mechanism. So then so then it, it it pushed up the thing. All they, they I forget what else happened, but I, they CGI'd it out of there. And I just... I don't know. It's just something really cool about the fact that they just flipped over an entire big rig on a on a city street. They blow up a hospital too. They do blow up a hospital, man. They don't make them like this no more. You ever? I mean, well, they Nolan tries to. 
You yeah, heard about no you heard hard. about the 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 plane for tenant, right? Oh, I know. Yeah. yeah. For audience clarification, they they for a scene required for a uh, 747 to blow up, and they realized it'd be cheaper to uh, just actually do it than to do it in CGI. Yes, sir. That's how I'm trying to be. I don't believe that, but like, I do. I don't know the way they'd be mistreating VFX workers. <laughs> something about that feels fishy to me. Um, you, you know what? You're on to something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it flips over and then Joker gets out of the car. He's stumbling around, fires the gun. It's he's tripping because it will it causes him to trip and whatever. And then Batman, he does this really weird but cool thing where he. It, the bat pod lifts up and then spins around and then puts him back down. Mm-hmm. He looks like an action figure in this moment. It's hilarious. Um, I don't know if you remember that car commercial that used to, the, for the remote controlled car that would come on when we were kids, that like you would drive it directly at the wall and it would turn over and drive the other way. I think I know what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's that. It's exactly. That exactly. Yeah. Um, and then he charges at him and he's like, Oh, I'm going to get you. Come on. I want you to do it. I want you to get Come on. And then he's like, ah, and passes out in his rage. He, man, he's, ah, and then just goes right past him. Yeah. And I'm like, you could have decked him as you went past. Yeah. You could, there's so many things you could have done in this moment. Feels like an episode of One Punch Man. Shut up. Shut up. Uh, man. He drives past him, and then somebody tries to take off his helmet, and then he's like, it, it electrocutes gets... him, and Joker's like, ah, that's so funny. That's crazy. <laughs> and just yeah. hopping on top of the guy. And, and then I'm he mocks like... uh, being electrocuted and then spits on the dude's <laughs> face. Yeah. yeah. And then he's about to cut him, and then uh, a SWAT member comes out. But it's not a SWAT member. It's Gordon. He's not dead. He's not dead. I had you fooled. You thought Gordon died. No, I don't think anyone thought that. You thought Gordon died, dude. Me? Yeah. I saw your (laughs) face. You tricked me. Yeah, I saw your face. I punked you. (laughs) Why are we going through this beat for beat? (laughs) I just realized that. Joker. You don't have a plan. Like a dog chasing cars. Yeah. Um, I think that as a gamer, I'm oppressed. Shut up. I think no community gets as much unwarranted vitriol as gamers. What about community? Buy me V-Bucks. <laughs> if you don't give me 10,000 V-Bucks, I'll blow up the city. All right. Doing that voice, I understand why Heath Ledger licks his lips so much because it just feels right. Yeah. Feel creepy. It's just you gotta. Yeah. Um so they're like, Yeah, we did it and then uh Harvey's they, they ask Harvey, they're like, Oh, so you work on the Batman? And he's like, No, I just trusted that he'd do the right thing. Um and then he gets driven off. Which is off. exactly what happened. Yeah. And then he gets driven off by um Wurtz, 
and who's one of the the police officers in Gordon's unit, and they take Joker to lock up at the at the MCU. Um, at the Marvel Cinematic the Marvel Universe. Cinematic Universe. Um, and then the mayor is like, "Hey, you're alive!" He's like, "Guess what? You're commissioner now. You're qualified for that." And then he goes home to his family, and his wife slaps him, rightfully so. And then she gives him a hug. And then he goes into his son's room and ignores his daughter completely. Yeah. And James goes, did Batman save you? Yeah. He says, actually, son, today I saved Batman. He's like, oh. I'm like, where are your daughter at? <laughs> Give her a hug. It's just frustrating how much they centered the males in this, mm-hmm. in this franchise. Um, Terrible. Yeah. Um, and then they got to go back because Harvey Dent never arrived home. Rachel Dawes is missing as well. And so they set up the interrogation Uh-oh. room. And then Batman starts beating the crap out of Joker because he's like, bro, let me just let me just spit some bars to you this whole time. The. OK. <laughs> so. First off, you have the mayor being like your commissioner. now, yeah. Right. And everyone's clapping. And that's where you get that Joker clapping gift that everybody loves to use. Which I think he improv. Um, which is great. Yeah. It's amazing. He's just clapping along with them, and the look on his face is like, oh, yikes. You got something planned, don't yeah. you? Yeah. And they shove that one guy in there. He's like, my stomach. Oh, my body. My stomach hurts. Yeah. Mm. And they're like, that's a that's an Ice Age 2 reference, by the way. Is it? My body hates me. No. Yeah. I won't, or it I, might be Ice Age 1. I've seen... It's one of them. I didn't see the last one, but I've seen the first three, and I only remember the first one. Didn't they make, like, five or six? I think though? they made four. They definitely made four, but I think they made at least one more mm. after that. Mm. Anyway. My favorite part about Ice Age... Um... But yeah, that dude's there, and he's like, I'm gonna die. And they're like, shut up. You Get away from the bars. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're being cops. Um, and then Gordon goes to, to interrogate the Joker, and the room is in darkness. And he sits down with him, and he tries to have this conversation with him, and he says something and leaves the room. And the Joker goes, uh, good cop, bad cop, huh? Not exactly. And then the lights turn on, and who's standing behind him? Scarecrow. Oh, surprise. Here's the M. Night Shyamalan twist. The Scarecrow was working with us the whole time. (laughs) He's the hero that Gotham needed. But yeah, it's this really great scene where they're beating up on each other. Well... Not on each other. It's just Batman beating up the Joker. Yeah. And asking him questions and stuff. And he's wrecking this interrogation room. Yeah. The guys on the other side are watching and they're doing their, you know. Hmm. Um. And then the Joker is like, uh, I think I know why you care so much about Rachel. 
I thought you might be dent with the way that you dove after her. And then he starts you know, beating. He starts wailing uh, on him. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but you I like that part. Crazy. I like that part when he throws him to the side, and then he grabs the chair, and he just yes. walks over very sternly, and it's the shot from from the uh, other side of the glass, and yeah. Gordon's running over. <laughs> It's kind of like when, it's like, uh, 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 what do you have? A knife? No! It has that energy. <laughs> um, You're so right. Um, oh, and he starts wailing on him, and then uh, he's like, where, where are they going? Where are they? Where are they? Where is she? Which I feel like they make like a direct reference to in... Uh, <laughs> As like a joke in Dark Knight Rises. What if Dark Knight Rises is like a running joke? What if we watch it and we really like it because we won't. I know we won't. Um, we won't. No, but there's that part. No, there's that part at the end, and I know. I I, we I know we keep jumping ahead, but screw it. There's the part where he's beating up Bane. He's like, "Where's the trigger? Where is it?" You wouldn't give it to a citizen. Where is it? And it's like, bro, is this supposed to be funny? Because this is hilarious right now. Oh man, those fight scenes look really bad. <laughs> oh man. This started that thing of like Batman looks terrible in daylight, which I don't agree with necessarily. Just y'all don't know how time. to do it right. Yup. Mm-hmm. Um But Yeah, um so then he's wailing on him and then he's like, Oh, that's the thing, you're gonna have to choose and he's like, You can't threaten me with anything. You got nothing on me. You won't kill me. I'm not scared. He's like, he's like, it's it's all up to you right now. And he's like, so I'm gonna tell you where both of them are because then I want you to make a choice. And he tells he tells him the addresses for for Rachel and for Harvey. And he he mix he mixed them up on purpose. I think he mixed. I, honestly, I can't tell. Did he mix them up on purpose or was this a calculated decision? Because it could be either or. And I think I it would. Know. I think it would. It would be. Um, it would be hilarious. He could have mixed it up on purpose, so knowing that he would rescue Dent, and then he could use Rachel's death as leverage on Dent. It could be. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. What I love though is that he's like. He he sets up what's going to happen later in the movie. Yeah. Where he's like. You think those people, you know, are anything like you? Yeah. And he does that whole thing, and he's like, you know, and they they act this way because of their rules, and you act this way because of your rules. Yeah. And he's like, I have one rule. Well, tonight you're gonna have to break it. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only way to save it. Yeah. I'm like, man, this is a good movie. <laughs> And it it just like, you know, Rachel's in the thing with all the oil and the you know all the barrels, and the phone. And uh, Dents and his with all the barrels and the phone, and they're they're talking to each other and stuff, and it's just a really good scene, but everything is starting to go wrong. Oh man, even more so. Like it was already. It's, like, this scene is so intense and it's so good. Because there's so much stuff happening because you have, obviously, these explosions are about to take place, right? And then you have back in the MCU, Captain America, oh, no, um, there's the dude in lockup and he's like, my stomach, I really can't. And the guy's like, shut up. 
and then he passes out. He's like, oh, we need a medic. <laughs> I'm like, you dumb idiot. <laughs> you dumb, stupid, poo-poo, pee-pee head. Yeah. It, like, clearly, there's something inside this man. Yeah. He was one of the Joker's guys. Obviously, this is part of the plan. Like, are you... Are you... It's because he believed that the Joker is just the dog chasing cars. Yeah. That's why. We see what happens when you believe that. You get blown up. Because the dude's in there and there's this big sewn up uh, cut in him. And the medic looks at it and goes, he has a contusion. And I'm like. That, that's, that's a phone. <laughs> that's not what that is. That's not all. my dad. That's a <laughs> cell phone. I threw it on the ground. Oh man, I haven't thought about that in a while. It's just the, it's the way I said that's a cell phone that that brought it yeah. back in my head. But yeah, okay, great scene going on back in the interrogation room because there's that one cop in there. Yes. Right. Uh, I don't know if you remember his name because I don't. Oh, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but it's Keith. Okay. Keith something. Well, it might be Polish. Well, okay. So dude is in there. And he's looking at the Joker and the Joker's like, you know why I kill him with knives? And I'm like, well, you don't, the Joker. I mean, you do in this movie. You don't, the you Joker. Kill... Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, that's exactly what no, I know, but it's, it's really funny. <laughs> because he, he'll kill with anything. Yeah. A gun. Yeah. He likes guns. Yeah. He likes bombs. Yeah. He likes knives. He likes crowbars. But he this likes, sets up later in the anything. movie that the Joker is a liar. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's not lying about this because he's got a billion knives on him. You know? No, I know. And he's like, um, guns are too close. Someone, the moments when they're dying. So, in a way, I knew your friends better than you ever did. I want my phone call. <laughs> and he starts rolling his sleeves up. Yeah, the, the cop like, I know you're going to enjoy up. this. So I'm going to just have to try and enjoy it a little more. And then I'm he like, walks wow, out and he's hard. completely, he's completely owned in this scenario. And I, and it's, I, man, it's so it's disappointing, but it's hilarious. Down. It is. It is. It's but so funny. I'm so like, this man was really like, he was on top of things. He had every advantage. Because as far as I know, he's the only cop in Gordon's unit that wasn't dirty. Right. But he was still a cop, so he was going to beat up a guy in interrogation. Mm -hmm. um, and granted, it's the Joker, so I understand, but you know, yeah. still. Um, But yeah. All that's going on. Yeah. He he's like has the piece of broken glass from when Batman was slamming him around. Yeah. And I wonder if Batman hadn't slammed him around, uh, would he have been able to pull this off? See, you know the Joker is truly a master comedian because he's really great at improv. <laughs> right. Um And that was funny. He, Hold on. That doesn't just deserve it. <laughs> All right. Come on. That was good. Give me that one. Give me that one. <laughs> I want my phone call. 
That's how I would be as Joker. This is why they should cast me. Hey, man, listen, you know. No, 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 no. Hey, hi, you know. Will Smith Will is Smith? the Joker. <laughs> no. Um, Man, I'm just trying to get through this scene. What happened? Sorry. <laughs> That's dude, but Will Smith laugh. I didn't hear you. You're you're too deep into it. Oh my gosh. I'm just trying to get through this scene, man. Come on. <laughs> so the the cops all draw their guns on the Joker and they're like, what do you want? I just want my phone call. I, you know, right. I just want my phone call. I can't, I can't, and punch you in the face. I can't do a Will Smith impression at all, but I love doing that. But like, you can tell you're trying to do <laughs> Will Smith, so it's good enough. It's not good, oh, but it's good man. enough. It's like when I used to try and do my Christopher Walken impression, which wasn't good, and I just go, I just say his name. You know, I just. Want my phone call? Christopher Walken. <laughs> That's all I would say in the voice. <laughs> He's a Pokemon. I just really want my phone call. Who's that? Joker's on sabbatical, honey. <laughs> Norman's on sabbatical, honey. I gotta get good at that because I can do the laugh, which means that I can do the voice. I want I want a Willem Dafoe voice. I'm trying to do yeah. No more darker half. Did you really think I was going to let that happen? Anyway. Um he types in the numbers on the phone mm-hmm. and inside that man's stomach it starts to glow. And the ring, guy and, and the police officer goes, Is that a phone? <laughs> No, it's my dad. And then he blows up. <laughs> oh, man. He, and then, you know, everything blows up. Everything goes wrong. Meanwhile, Batman and Gordon get to their respective locations. Batman kicks the door down. And he's like, and Harvey has fallen over trying to escape. And he's gotten the oil all over the side of his face. Mm-hmm. And the side of his body. Mm-hmm. He's Not like, no. completely his body. Well, yeah, but you know, his torso. Mm. No. Why me? Yeah. You Why are you coming to me? Like, and then Rachel started to talk. She's realizing what's happening. Yeah. And Gordon and them are like outside. Mm-hmm. And they're like... I'm not trying to go in there. You trying to go in? No, they did. No, they did at all. I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stay right here. I can't. I I just died like ten minutes ago. I can't be dead again. And then it blows up, and he's ready to die again. Right. Yeah. And they're like, no, Gordon, don't go. But yeah. And then I the really like. Yeah, I really like the way they did that because she's literally in the middle of talking, and it just. Yep. I would love to see how they did that. <laughs> Yeah, how'd they blow up Maggie? That's Jones? not what I said. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying at all. How did they blow up Maggie Gyllenhaal, and why hasn't Jake Gyllenhaal sought revenge? Um, but no, yeah, that scene, man, this, it's really. This is intense. how we find out that uh, Taylor Swift and Christopher Nolan are related. <laughs> no, but like this next like. 
next like five to seven minutes is just really sad and intense and it's excellent because they're like all right harvey's face just got blown away rachel died joker escaped with lao and Uh we're just back at square one essentially the way that like his face catches on fire though is just oh yeah that scene is just you know batman's trying to pull him over to the side and i'm sitting there and watching this and i'm like if you wrap your cape around his face so no oxygen can get it now i know that we need two face so obviously you can't yeah. do that but i'm saying like come on batman yeah. i mean he definitely did it just not fast enough well he's like <laughs> beating the cape against his face mm. more so than like smothering the fire taking his chance to beat up harvey <laughs> meanwhile gordon and them are outside and they're like nah, i wasn't really trying to go in there i'm pretty sure stop saying that stop like... saying that about them <laughs> um but yeah every, every all is lost and you know they're like what are we so gonna do the joker has been winning but now he's just he's really winning He's like, we about to start freestyling. <laughs> For real. The Joker is a battle rapper. Why did they... Okay. Why did they give him his his money when the job was to kill Batman? I'm going to keep that exact amount of silence in. I take it back. This is the worst Batman movie, actually, (laughs) and it goes at the bottom of the list. I'm keeping that exact amount of silence in. That's really good. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's a good question. Um, Because, yeah, because then it's the next day, and then, oh, oh, uh, after this, this is when Alfred reads the letter that Rachel left to Bruce. And it's like, yo, I'm going to marry Harvey Dent. He opens that man's mail. She said, no. But she told him, he was like, she was like, give this note to Bruce when he's, when he's ready. And he's like, how will I know when he's ready? And she's like, it's not sealed. Meaning, read it. (laughs) No, for sure. Yeah. But you know, he's just going through there and he's like, and then he makes the executive decision. Mm -hmm. Never be ready. I hate. burns it. I hate that that's that that's Bruce's North Star, basically. This is what I said in Batman Begins. No, I know, but it's just, just to bring it up again now, like, he was like, oh, uh, because earlier he was like, oh, Rachel, you know, you said a day when when Batman would not be needed, you know, we could be together. And I'm like, but why? Mm-hmm. You're friends. You're friends, and you barely had any screen time. In, in that other this, movie this and not now the vibe between you we're just assuming you know and she's clearly with harvey like yeah and then that that scene where they like kiss and he's like i knew it she was gonna marry me and i'm like okay world's greatest detective just, <laughs> like no, come on man. man where have you been for this whole movie i don't know man besides but... letting your family die yeah, man, just, uh, he, uh, 
He's like, she was going to wait for me, you know what I'm saying? Because she's dead now, and I'm going to be Batman. And then Alfred's like, he can never know. Yeah. And I'm like, why? Why can't you let that man face reality? Honestly? I don't know. I'm on Batman's side there. I mean, not Batman. I'm sorry. I'm on Alfred's side there. Just in that moment, you know? Once again, the lighting in this scene, it's very gloomy and it looks really good. Oh, I like, like that shot of Alfred walking up with the with the yeah, breakfast and, and the pieces the, of the suit. The just, yeah, it's really, it's really, it's the closest we'll ever get to the Alex Ross painting. Yes. Well, for that at least. Um, yeah. But yeah. Um, so what? Then later that day, the guy working at Wayne... Enterprises is like I'm gonna tell people that that's Batman, and then Joker's like, "Yo, I'm gonna burn this half of um, the money, and I'm gonna kill you." And he just killed Lau because Lau was sitting on top dogs. of the money. And he's like, "This town deserves a better class of criminal, and I'm gonna give it to him." And he's right. He's right. Um, and then Nolan never gives Gotham a better class of criminal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Joker makes good on his deal with Harvey, though. Yeah. He he gives him a better class of criminal, mm. but then Batman ruins that by doing a murder. Yeah. We're not there yet, though. We should be there, though. <laughs> we, yeah, yeah. Definitely should um, be. But, yeah, so... Then he's going to go, uh, what is it? He's like, I'm offering all this money to anyone who kills uh, Coleman Reese because I don't want to know who the Batman is. And then people start trying to kill him. And Bruce is like, oh, I got to get there and stop them. And Alfred's like, oh, you're taking the bat pod. He's like, it's daytime. He's like, ah, oh, the Lamborghini. The Lamborghini then. And then he, Much yeah, more so. And then he does. Um, maybe takes a Lamborghini. Then when Coleman Reese reveals who the Batman is, the Joker says, where's my electric car? (laughs) I love that part so much. Um, it's really good. Yeah. I love how angry he gets whenever the mask gets. Yeah. And then Rahul dies. Yeah. Yeah. You should watch that cartoon. It's pretty good. Um, I gotta watch Peacemaker. You gotta watch both. Yeah, but I'm saying, like... I know, I know. Peacemaker's a little more urgent, you know? Yeah, I know. But yeah, so then he saves him, and then uh, he's like, oh, he's like, oh, you did a very good uh, good thing, Mr. Wayne. And he's like... Running the light? Trying to make the light. He's like, you weren't protecting the van? He's like, no, what? Who's in it? And he's like... He's like... You know, uh, he looks over at Reese and they have the look of, you know, knowing. And he gets to live. Um, <laughs> right. Um, and then he's like, you don't think I should go to a hospital, should you? Or do you? And he's like, you don't watch a lot of TV, do you, Mr. Wayne? <clears throat> Meanwhile, watch the news. people have been evacuating hospitals because uh, he was like, if nobody kills Coleman Reese within this hour, I'm going to blow up a hospital. And so he goes to uh, then. Oh, we skipped the part. Well, I skipped the part when 
they reveal Two Face because Gordon's like, yeah. "Oh, I'm sorry," and all this kind of stuff, and he's like, "What was that name that y'all had for me back in Internal Affairs?" And they're like, uh, "He's like, I don't know what he's like. He's like, say it, I'm like, say it," because I think it's funny when he yells because it sounds funny. Um, yeah, and you're like Two Face, Harvey Two Face, which is which is very good Batman character building again. in itself. As well, though, you know what I mean. Yeah, no, it's excellent, but it just took me back to Batman Harvey Two Face. Like, yeah. Harvey Two Face, yeah. and I'm like, that's not his name. Yeah, it made sense here. Yeah. Um. And then he's got the fishnets on. Yes, he has the fishnets on. Um, but yeah, they're evacuating pe- evacuating people, and then Joker's in there, and then he's uh starts talking to Dent and he's like, yeah, bro. And this is when he's like, I'm a, I'm not a schemer. They're schemers. Look where they got you. You're manipulating them all. Right, and all no, that. hold on, hold on. No, hold no, on. I know. I'm just setting he, up the scene. No, but wait. Because <laughs> this is the moment where he's dressed up as the nurse and he shoots the guy with the silencer, mm-hmm. right? And then he pulls up to Harvey's room dressed as the nurse and Harvey looks at him like blearily blinking. Yeah. And then he pulls the mask on and he starts freaking yeah. out. And he's like, <laughs> and I'm like, you knew who that was. Yeah, it's a goofy you, you movie. Knew who that was. It's an extremely it's goofy, goofy movie? movie. No, which one is it? I just said it's an extremely goofy. What? Movie? Where would you go after extremely goofy movie? Would it be an incredibly goofy movie? A supremely goofy movie? Anyway, you ain't seen it. I, I, so yeah. <laughs> um, but then. He's like, he's, you know, he manipulates Harvey and he's like, bro, like, you know, let's do it. And then Harvey has the coin. He's like, he shows him the head and he's like, you live. And he shows him the scratched up side and he's like, you die. And he's like, now we're talking, but it totally wouldn't have worked because Joker had his finger on the hammer, um, which is mm-hmm. just another excellent scammer move. Um, yeah. So then Joker leaves, the hospital blows up, and he has that so, excellent no, scene. No, no, here's the thing, because I, I want to interject this, okay. because, you know, most people don't know this, but um, Christopher Nolan is so dedicated to the craft of filmmaking that he called in a real bomb threat to a hospital. So all of that scene is like they're actually evacuating a real hospital, um, and no one talks about that. And then he really blew it up. That's just a little, you know, film trivia for you. Uh, yeah. So the hospital blows up and he's walking away and it's like, oh, you know, whatever. He's like, la-di-da-di-da. And then it doesn't blow up completely. And he's like, what's going on here? He's fiddling with the thing. And then it starts blowing up and he runs into the bus. And the uh, the bus goes and they're like, oh, we're missing a school bus. And we don't know where Harvey Dent is, blah, blah, blah. And then the city, you know, panicking because they're like, oh, my God. Um, but they don't want to let it get out that Harvey, um, Harvey was, was, uh, disappeared. disappeared, yeah. And it's blurry here to me, because I think, because now we're firmly in third act territory. Well, no, Rachel blowing up was, was, uh, the Yeah, we are getting to the barges at yeah. this point. Um, cause they're like, yeah, we got to get them out of there or, 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 uh, what is it? Joker's like, 
by midnight the city is mine oh because he has the the news guy and he's like this is the city's gonna be mine you might want to get out of here if you're not ready for it you know but bridge and tunnel people there will be a surprise waiting for you um uh so people start trying to take the ferry and the barge and you know all off the off the uh the city um but they're like we got to get the prisoners harvey's prisoners out there because obviously he's going to try and set something up with that and they just play right into his hands because he has this, this stuff set up for the barges do you think he actually had set, something set up for the bridge and tunnel people because I, I i think he didn't and i think that's that's great i don't know i would like to imagine, i would like to imagine that he didn't though nice you know to what think i mean about it yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah um and then what is it they're like mr fox there's been a break-in down at the r&d department or whatever and Bruce shows that he was uh, setting up big sonar thing based off the technology he used in Hong Kong to, you know, use it throughout the entire city or whatever. Um, and Lucius is like, bro, this is wrong. Like, I don't, he's like, I don't, I don't want to be a part of this. And he's like, eh, well, you know, when you're done, just type in your name, but I need your help. He's like, all right, whatever. Uh, meanwhile, Harvey is out there killing people. So he kills Wirtz, um, cause Wirtz was the one who drove him. Um, he get, he yeah. gives him a chance though. His, he will, you know, with the coin and he gets the bad side. So he kills Wirtz and then, um, what is it? I think everyone's scrambling to get the people on the ferries and whatnot. And then we cut, and Maroney's just out and about somewhere, and Harvey sneaks into his car. I don't know how he did it because it, I see, you see him pull away the guy that was supposed to be in that seat, right? Right. Very yeah. briefly, then Harvey's in the car, and it's definitely like a good like two minutes from where they pulled away from, right? And he starts <laughs> talking, and then he realizes Harvey's in the car, and Harvey's like, "Who was the other officer that you know?" took Rachel to the to the place and he's like if I tell you you're gonna let me go he's like it won't hurt your chances and so then he's like it was Ramirez and then he flips the coin he's like oh I thought you said you wouldn't kill me he's like wouldn't hurt your chances and then he gets the good side so Maroney lives and then he flips the coin again and he's like but he's not and then he's like who and then Harvey (laughs) holding eye contact the entire time puts on his seatbelt and then says your driver, and then shoots him in the head, and the car flips over. Uh, Maroney and his driver dead. And then the way he puts his seatbelt on, it's so funny. It's so good. It's it is good, but it's also funny at the same time. When I say good, I mean I mean funny. No, I know you mean a, a whole I range mean, of like, things. Yeah, yeah. I, it's all encompassing. It's so good. Yeah. But he, yeah. I killed a bus driver and then he kills that. I don't know how he got out that car when it was upside down. Yeah. Yeah. You telling me that man didn't land on the bad burnt up side of his face. Maybe he did. Tell me that no, no glass shards got in that. Look, they already expressed that he was turning down everything that would help him. So like, yeah, which I don't know, which I don't know how skin grafts would help the fact that he has no face. Yeah, you'd have to do something with, like, the tissue so that he could have a cheek. There, yeah, you know, like, he has no face. It burnt him to no face at all. Like, straight up. Call that man Harvey No Face. For real. 
Um, Bars. But, yeah, so, what? So then we're trying to figure out what the deal is, and then the barges, I keep, Bart Ferry, because I keep saying barge because you said barge. Um, the ferries power down. Barge? You said barge. When? Oh, when I was like, we haven't gotten to the barges. Yeah. yeah. Um, the ferries, they power down, and then Joker's like, bro, hey, listen, both of you are wired to blow. Um, I've given you the handle for the, or the detonator for the other boat. You guys have till midnight. If you don't choose, I'm just going to blow you both up. And then it's the yeah, big. Yeah, so he, he sets up the prisoner in a dilemma. Right? Yeah. Um, very like, good back you know, and forth between these two, these two, uh, boats. Christopher Nolan said, I think that common criminals in Gotham city are better than, uh, centrists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did. It's really funny. Um, cause that guy's like, they're, they're criminals. They chose to murder yeah, and steal. Yeah. And you know, why should we die? So that they can live, yeah. and, he, and, he's and like, then they do the vote. And he... well, the captain is like, "Yeah, yeah, they do." Yeah, the they vote. do the vote, and the guy's like, "Let me, let me do it. I'll because no one else will. will." Yeah, and then he grabs it and he's like, "Oh, maybe not." We're still, here. and we're like, "Dang, no, but not yet," because he's like the before giving it to him, the guy who's holding it is like, "We're still here," yeah, which means they haven't blown us up, yeah. Either. And then, uh, you boy, tiny listener, R.I.P. Yeah, he's in there, and he's and he's been watching this whole time. Yeah. And he walks up to him, and he's like, "I know you don't want to die." And he's like, "Give it to me, and I'll do it. Mm-hmm. I'll do what you should have done." You can't do it, All right? Well, he says that after, yeah. but he's like, you know, really putting him through the whole thing. He's like, "I'll do it, and I'll do what you should have done." And then he takes it, and the guys are like, oh, boy, here we go. And he throws it out the window. Mm-hmm. All the good citizens and the other fairy didn't do that. Yeah. The guy's just like, I don't want to blow people up. I changed my mind. That's <laughs> scary. And he just, like, puts it back and sits back down yeah. ashamed. Coward. <laughs> now, I'm glad he didn't blow him up, but he was he yeah. was talking a lot to be yeah. like, I don't want yeah, to. I just like most mind. conservatives. Um, but yeah, such excellent tension and everything. Oh, by the, while all this is going on is, uh, you know, Batman's fighting them and they show that the, the hostages are the clowns and the doctors are the thugs. And then before, before Batman goes in there, Batman's like, nah, you can't rush in. This isn't going to go the way you think it is. And Gordon's like, we're not, he's like, this is this is not going to work. He's like, I have to save Harvey because they think he has Harvey. And we, we gotta, he's like, we gotta do it this way, whatever. And so Batman's like, I'm going in. And then, so he jumps off, which Gordon almost shoots Batman. Um, yeah. cause he points his gun. But at then him. he has to go. Yeah. He has to go. Gordon's got to leave because Harvey calls him and he's like, yo, I got your family where my family died. Um, and then Batman gets in you there and then they, die. and he, he does all the cool Batman stuff. He has his lenses on, his contact lenses on. Detective mode. Um, his detective mode, yeah. And I have heard people use the way that the the lenses look on this specific Bat costume to be like 
see you can't do the white eyes in live action. Not the same angle or look at all. I'm like, that's first off, do you see the size of those eye holes? Yeah. That's not what it would be if you were doing white lenses. Yeah. <laughs> People are stupid. It's crazy how we figured it out for Batman, but we just, no, I'm sorry. We figured it out for Spider-Man, but we just haven't figured it out for Batman. And you can make the excuse that, like, well, Spider-Man's bigger, blah, 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 but, like, shut up. Um, honestly, I don't mind the, the non-lenses look. I would just like to see it done correctly once, you know? Right, I don't yeah. mind it, but it looks so good, yeah. so, you know, do it. Yeah. I've seen some cosplays. I've seen some cosplays that do it really yeah. well. Yeah, but that's also because the cowls and the masks they use or build or design for that look yeah um but which is very different yeah. from this where it's like a thing that's sort of paying homage to yeah it. um but yeah so then they uh what is it so then he gets up to joker after you know making sure that they don't kill uh the civilians and he does the cool thing where he strings up all the cops so that they fall off and are just hanging on the side of the building it's really cool um throws all the SWAT team out the yeah. window. And then they start arguing the dogs go after him and he murders three dogs. Um <laughs> Christian Bale's Batman's the worst Batman because he murders all those dogs. Yeah. Bruce Wayne would never It looks like he tosses them into like a safety net looking kind of thing, but like at the same time I'm like, where does that go? Like it's very it's very very weird. He killed those dogs, Justin. Yeah, yeah. Bruce Wayne has aced the bat hound and he would never kill. I dogs. do like though when the dogs do get him on the ground and Joker comes in and he's just like wailing on him because he's got the pipe and the knife and he's just like yeah. going to town. It's very, very cool. I like that they're not like, yo, Joker can fight. It's like anytime he does have to get yeah. into a scrap, it's like he's very like manic and scrappy. Bell tower type. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, and then they're fighting, whatever, and then he gets Batman, and that's when all the stuff on the boat resolves and whatever. And he's like, all right, fireworks time. And he checks the time, and he realizes they didn't do yeah, it. Yeah, so then he's like, oh. Like, these days, you gotta do everything yourself. Yeah, and so then he tries to blow him up, and then, um, what is it, Joker's like, oh, did I tell you how I got these scars? And he's like, no, but I know how you got these. And then he shoots his little arm thingies because they teased that in the, earlier in the movie. Yeah. And then Joker why did, fl- falls off. Why did you do that voice for the Batman? Like, Christian Bale's Batman voice isn't the easiest voice to do. Because I thought about... Something. Okay, so in that moment, I got confused when... um He's not confused, but I thought back to when he's fighting uh, Raish on the train. And he's like, mm-hmm. oh, all the same tricks, whatever. And then he has the... He has the the katana in between his little arm thingies. And he says, how about this? And then he breaks him. <laughs> and so I was thinking of that in that moment rather than, like, how he actually oh, okay. says it. All right. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like, what is... Sorry. Because <laughs> that? that's also that's funny. Right. It's, it's like the same... It's the same kind of thing. And I, and yeah. I think... Oh, no. Yeah. It's, it's the same vibe um, for sure. But, yeah. Then Joker but falls yeah, off the a... building and then he is falling. He dies. He, he dies, yeah. And they find the laughing Jim box Gordon's in his dead. Thing. Yeah, Jim Gordon's <laughs> dead. Um, and Joker's just laughing all the way down, all all excited. And then Batman grapples him and brings him up. And he's like, man, 
I just wanted to win one more time. <laughs> All right. And he will. Yeah. Um, but not yet. And then he's like, yeah, he's like, well, he's like, whatever. The soul of Gotham, the fight for the soul of Gotham is still on. And he's like, you know, I just, you know, something about, I forget what he says exactly, but he's like, you know, Harvey, whatever. And then Batman puts it together and he's like, did you really think that I would wager the battle for the soul of Gotham on a fist fight with you? And then he says, how do we get there? He's like, he says the line, he's like, you know, madness is a lot like gravity. All it takes is a little push and then Batman gets out of there. Now, I want I want to also say that every time I hear this line, I'm like, wow, that's a, that's a bar right there, right? Mm-hmm. But also I saw somebody a couple of years ago be like, that's a bad line. And I think you're wrong. And I hate you. People are stupid. People are stupid. What is grief if not love persevering? Oh, we hate that line now. Shut up. I don't care what you have to say anymore. I don't care. Anyway, so then... What if instead of looking at it as a line, which you have started to do over time because the line is referenced, you start to look at it like you did when you first heard it and were like, oh, this is a a phrase that has meaning in this moment. That's just an idea of how to consume fiction correctly. Yeah. You don't have to listen to me. You can keep being dumb. Yeah. Um. So then we cut to the building in which Rachel blew up, and Gordon gets there, and he finds his family, and then Harvey beats him because he was hiding behind a pole. And we get to this very excellent scene, which originally, when I was a kid, once again grasping at the like, I you don't understand a lot of nuance as a kid. I was like, yeah. this is, feels like a very flat ending. Especially like I, I for, for a while growing up, everything after the interrogation scene and like the when they blow up and all that kind of stuff, I was like, yeah, tune out of the movie a little bit. But like the entire third act is just excellent. Just everything. And this scene used to be I used to be like, eh, I don't care, whatever. Right. But now, like as like an adult with like fully formed, you know. Uh, a, a fully formed grasp pancreas. of yeah, yeah fully formed pancreas um with a grasp of like everything that's going on here it's it it hit really hard no this it's so good <laughs> because it's like in a way it's more subdued than everything else has been yeah. like the the level of intensity is not there it's a simple hostage situation but it's so much more than yeah. that cuz it's not the events of this moment it's the meaning it has for gotham city as a whole and you know the the whole thing happens and he's there doing his thing and gordon convinces harvey he's like if you're if you're gonna kill someone don't you know kill my son who has nothing to do with this kill the people who are responsible for what happened yeah you know fine sure i let rachel die you know because he was outside and he was like i'm not I can't. Um, and, so, <laughs> and so he, you know, starts flipping the coin. Good head. So he doesn't kill Batman. No, he shoots Batman. Oh, yeah. yeah. He shoots Batman. He doesn't shoot himself. Well, he doesn't shoot Gordon. Well, no, but he goes Batman, then himself, then to Gordon. And then as he's flipping the coin for Gordon. Yeah. But it's funny when yes. Batman gets shot because he gets shot in the gut and then he just falls backwards. 
roll credits. It's really funny. Um. Um. Well, yeah. And then Batman throws himself at him as he's flipping the coin. Yeah. And he saves uh James Jr. Yeah. Which he shouldn't have. Worst mistake <laughs> of his life. Should have dropped him. Um. Man. Yeah, but. Uh, That's going to be trouble for Bat- you someday. Batman murders. Except it's going to be Robin's trouble. Anyway. Yeah, man, he just straight up kills him. Yeah, he pushed him. And, and I feel like, here's the thing. <clears throat> he, we know he's got his grapple gun, mm-hmm. right? That he uses. Yeah. He can grapple onto the thing, grab both of them, and be fine. Yeah. But no. Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> listen. has to die. Listen. It makes sense for. It makes sense for um, what happens in the movie and the ending that we get. Yeah, Harvey Dent can't survive this. Yeah. But I think it's really funny that it's like Batman kills him, and not in a way that like, you know, it was an accident or this was the only way this could happen mm-hmm. because blah blah. blah. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, I just I grabbed the kid. Yeah. I'm like I gotta oh. I gotta say thinking about this now I know you were like I you you're like I like Harvey having a split personality and being able to express that with his uh, disfigurement right but I like this much more as a way of Batman being like I failed Harvey rather than like oh no I couldn't protect him from the acid getting spilled on his face in the courtroom. I don't think they're mutually exclusive. Eh, I feel like the acid acid thing has always been a little corny to me. I'm not going to lie. But, um, I mean, I I get why it has to happen. I just, I, I like this a lot better of like, I couldn't save, I like, it's less, I couldn't save Harvey and more like I just completely failed Harvey, you know? Yeah. Cuz I mean the disfigurement that the and being and like I couldn't save him. Cape around him. Yeah. <laughs> being like I couldn't I the disfigurement and like separate personality, I feel like those go hand in hand, but being like, you know, I'm supposed to be we're supposed to work together to make Gotham this, you know. I don't want to say I didn't want to say make Gotham great again. Um <laughs> but Ooh. you know clean up Gotham, get the crime out of the streets. And like, it, you see the light at the end of the tunnel and then it's very swiftly taken away from all of them really. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I really like that a lot, a lot better, honestly. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, so he murders Harvey Dent. <laughs> murders Harvey Dent. And then, Batman and Gordon are having this conversation of like, what do we do now? Batman's like, you gotta chase me. I can't do that. He's like, you will. Because you have to. You will sick the dogs He's like, I'm the here. He's like, I'm... I'm still doing a better Batman voice than Christian Bale But he's like, you know, he's like, I gotta be whatever Gotham needs me to be. And I like that. I like that sentiment. Yeah. That's really good Batman. Um, it is. And like, just 
just the way that it happens and this only works you know the the idea of batman taking the fall so that harvey can stand as the hero who saved gotham it presupposes a gotham that can be fixed by getting rid of the crime crime family um because in the comics gotham can't be fixed that way yeah but here it can be because there's like three super villains and one of them just died yeah so like you know it it can work and it does work yeah and it makes this you know really great story and this movie is awesome but people have drawn the wrong conclusions about the wider batman mythos from yeah. it and that, that that's a little bit heartbreaking because of how good the movie itself is yeah absolutely because like like we both said we have both looked on this movie more negatively than it deserves because of what people have done with it mm-hmm. When the movie itself is great. <laughs> yeah, it's terrific. Yeah. I liked it better this time than the first time I saw it. I mean, the first time I saw it, I, I was seven. So. Alright, well, I was like... I don't know, <laughs> but... Yeah. Early teens. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I think this is one of the first movies I saw twice in theaters. Mm. Yeah. Can't wait until we cause the Batman to have the biggest box office opening all on. I told own. my mom because look, I really want to. You know, have you ever been inside a Dolby Atmos theater? I have not. Okay. I almost went to one for Spider Man No Way Home, uh-huh. but I think the showing was at like two in the morning, yeah, and no, I was like. No. <laughs> First off, that's a lot of money for those tickets. Yeah. And oh then yeah. To go at that time. Yeah. Mm. Um. Yeah. No. I. What is it? I've seen Matt Reeves be like, "I'm quality controlling Dolby and like IMAX and all that," and I'm like, "I I really want to go see it." But given my uh, <laughs> given how these movies uh sell out really fast. And how Dolby sells that really fast. Because I tried to get Dolby tickets for No Way Home as well. But I just, I couldn't. Because we'll also Fandango crash that night. That I tried to get him. Um, so I'm going to go see him uh, in a, in a uh, what is it? I'm going to try to get the tickets to the premiere. Not premiere. But like the premiere format at this uh, other movie theater that I like going to. And I will try and go see it in Dolby on another showing. Because I'm not risking losing out tickets to either of those (laughs) so you know i think that's night watch unless you have Um, remarks anything you want to say to wrap up no i honestly i feel like we've pretty much um we've pretty much said everything we need to say in the middle of those uh in in the little interjections all right well night watch over night watch night watch over um time for the best one yeah best one man with a without a doubt um time for oh, let's do our let's do our ranking are you gonna do a ranking okay yeah we should do it now from from top um, to bottom yeah i'll go first top to bottom dark knight just a little bit underneath batman 89 mm-hmm. now batman begins is in third place because i was thinking a lot more about a 89 and i'm like i definitely like that movie mm-hmm. better um 66 returns forever and rob 
Okay. All right. That's the ranking. Um. Huh. Dark Knight. Yeah. Begins in '89, tied. Okay. Yeah. I think I definitely enjoy '89s a lot. '89 a lot more. But I would say that's yeah. just because I've grown up watching it all the time. Um, Begins is a really solid introduction to Batman. Yes, yes. That's why. That's why I think they're tied because I think they both they both work. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, then sixty six. Then forever. Then returns. Then Anne Robin. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. All right, so that's Nightwatch. That's Nightwatch. Right. Plastic Man. This is going to be very brief, but very, very ranty, I feel, at the same time. So, <clears throat> DC character spotlight. DC character spotlight. Plastic, Plastic Man. Man. So, listen. I've always known. How familiar are you with Plastic Man to begin with? I had a a little phase very briefly when Brave and the Bold came mm-hmm, out mm-hmm. where I was like, let me know about this yeah. guy. So I'm like, all right, Eel O'Brien. Mm-hmm. Well, how can I find out more about you? And then I found out about the, uh, the classic Plastic Man cartoon that came mm-hmm. out, right? And I tried so hard to get my hands on a way to watch yeah. that. And I came up empty. Yep have not seen it well it's a good thing you bring up brave and the bold because i think aside from actual you know comic books themselves brave and the bold is probably one of the best ways to get familiar with plastic man because already because i i too familiar with plastic man from brave and the bold um so when looking when looking up looking into him and his origin one that i was like oh okay i know this is pretty much the straightforward as it was in uh brave and the bold so plastic man real name eel o'brien right grew up as a as a a little as a little criminal a little a little thug you know um one day he's on a heist with a crew and he gets shot at and he you know he's uh, uh, enabled to get himself out of there and becomes exposed to chemicals and his gang leaves him and he's like oh my gosh and he's going on the run I'm, I'm going over the golden age interpretation the golden age and the modern age are a little similar there's just a point where they veer off from each other right but the point is he gets caught up in the middle of a heist exposed to chemicals it gives him abilities, and it's it's he's trying to figure them out when he leaves, and he's on the run from the cops, right? So, Golden Age era, a monk finds him, and takes him, and he's like, okay. and he's like, "Yo, uh, we're gonna make you, we're gonna make you, uh, 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 good, right?" He's like, "I, you know, I I believe in you, and I feel that you can do good. You like, you have good in you." And he turns away the police officers coming like knocking on his monastery because he's like, nah, I'm gonna help out Eel. And this this makes Eel be like, you know what, the life of a criminal is not for me. 
you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to do good from now on. Right. So yeah, he's like, yo, I got these powers now. I'm going to use these powers to fight crime. And he gets his outfit and he's like, he's like, I'm plastic man now. And he uses his connections in the criminal underworld to keep a sense of like what's going on, right? And he meets his boy, Woozy. His name is Woozy Winks. And he's his comic relief sidekick because apparently Plastic Man needs a comic relief sidekick. Is not enough? Okay. And originally, Woozy was enchanted so that nature would protect him from harm. And then it was later retconned to be Woozy's very clumsy, but he's very lucky. You know, he's just his, his uh-huh. loyal buddy. And Plastic Man eventually became a member of the police and then later the FBI. And then he completely abandoned his, you know, uh, secret identity at a certain point, just kind of being Plastic Man. And that was just that until Crisis on Infinite Earths came out and they just decided to retcon a lot of people, right? So, the thing that happens was, same thing, he gets shot, left for dead, exposed to chemicals, and he gets out of there on the streets, and his new powers are developing, but he's like a freak monster, because he's like, you know, he's not used to how everything's working, and he's like all, you know, creepy and shambly, whatever. Um, Body horror. Um, um, he didn't realize that people were, were, you know, like, oh, he's a monster, whatever. And then he realized he, that he was, and, uh, he was going to kill himself. <laughs> okay. He was going to commit suicide, but Woozy was like, hey, don't do that. He just having to run into him, right? He's like, don't do that. And so they're talking, you know, Woozy talks down eel on the ledge, whatever. And Woozy's like. Woozy was a former mental patient who was kicked out of his institution due to a lack of funding. Or as Woozy puts it, something called Reaganomics. <laughs> so Woozy... Go ahead, Woozy. So Woozy... Based Woozy? This, this, this is really weird because then Woozy is just like, I just want to go back to my cell and just chill. But, you know, I, they didn't know what to do. So Eel and Woozy start working together and Eel's like Eel's like I'm going to use my power to get rich. <laughs> he starts honing his stuff Spider-Man. and he's like and he's like I'm going to get rich. And then he was like what's better if I make money going back to doing crime or if I make money as a crime fighter. So then he becomes a crime fighter. And he has a, uh, he has, well, I guess it's not similar. I was going to say a human spider to amazing Spider-Man kind of thing. But he introduced himself as the Elastic Man. But the person who heard him thought it was Plastic Man. So then he goes by Plastic Man. And then Eel and Woozy are detectives in New York City for a little while. Then, as is the case with most interesting non-A-list DC characters. Plastic Man joins the Justice League. And guess what happens to yeah. Plastic Man for the next, I don't know, 10 to 15 years? 
He just owned the Justice um, League. He's just on the Justice League, similar to Vixen. He's doing a lot of stuff, and he's very important. He's he, every team book he was in, or any every like storyline he's in, is very essential, right? So he shows what is it? Batman recruits him to infiltrate the Injustice Gang under the guise of the Joker, and then eventually he becomes a full time member of the league, and he helps he he helps them fight against Prometheus, an upgraded Amazo. Uh, the general Wade Eiling, uh, 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 a white Martian who was posing as Bruce, Queen Bee. He's also essential in callback, the takedown of Jean as a burning Martian. Okay, I was I wasn't sure if you had gotten to that, so I was going to mention yeah. it if you didn't. Yeah, cool. he's he's yeah. he's he helped them take him down. Um, he becomes very. It has to do with his uh, being plastic man also changed his mind so jean's uh telepathic attacks don't work on mm-hmm. him. so that's like one of the big reasons why bruce is like hey let me let me get you out yeah, here he's a for, he's a very formidable opponent opponent he's scary yeah. oh yeah plastic <laughs> man is powerful. creepy <laughs> yeah. that's why because you know how they like try and make mr fantastic stuff look cool or whatever right I feel like mm-hmm. if you do Plastic Man, you just lean into how weird that CGI looks. Yeah. Um. But he's but uh, Eel is good friends with Steel and Zoriel, who I forget who Zoriel is. Did you rhyme those on purpose? What? Eel, Steel, and Zoriel. That wasn't intentional. Okay, yeah. because you could have said Plastic Man. Yeah. But yeah. eel steel and that was great. Go ahead. Um, I'm but sorry. yeah, he becomes he's good friends with them. Uh, according to what I'm reading, it says he's friends with Steel due to the fact that they are both lateral thinkers, and he's good friends with Zoriel <laughs> as a testament to his faith because he's Catholic. Um, mm, daredevil. Yeah, <laughs> he's the only member aside from the. Uh, regular core Justice League members to retain his full-time membership after they uh, disband the Extended League. Mm-hmm. And what is it? He's just, he's, after that, he's just in a, in a lot of stuff where he's just helping out. He... In the Tower of Babel storyline, which, as you know, is the Justice League Doom storyline, yes. he gets frozen yeah. and shattered to pieces, mm-hmm. and they have to put him back together, and then he, along with the rest of the League, learns that these are plans that Batman had to take down everybody, and so he's one of the members who decides to vote Batman off the team because of this, you know, trespass, this breach of trust, yeah. Really um, messed up, traumatic thing that happened to him, yeah. Yeah, he has... What is it? There's a storyline by Mark Wade called Divided We Fall in which the Justice League are separated from their civilian identity and their superhero identity. Okay. And superhero plas- Plastic Man um, kind of devolves into his insanity, basically, in the sense of like, He's a wacko and he's, you know, popping zingers and he just becomes very ineffective. 
Yeah. And Eel is struggling not to turn back to crime. That's cool. And he's like, he's like, this causes him to confront whether or not Plastic Man is an act or not. Because he's like, mm. without this, he's like, am I a good person? Or am I, like, you know, am I a fraud, right? Mark Wade tells some really good yes. stories. And in one of the power, when realizing that they have to be back together in order for everything, you know, to be right. Um, what is it? He turns to Bruce Wayne and Bruce just being Bruce Wayne, not the Batman is a mess because he's still reeling from the death of his parents. He's still Mm -hmm. consumed by the rage of his, you know, inability to prevent it. He has no coping. Yeah. So what Eel does to show Bruce that he needs Batman is he beats the crap out of Bruce Wayne. To show him that everything he learned was from a product of being Batman. That's my man's right there. And so, well, he did it. He did it in disguise, and um, <laughs> eventually, was it once they're all back together? Batman's like, it was a wise decision under the circumstances. <laughs> God, I wish that was yeah. Me. Um, towards the, the little towards the end, um, what is it? Eel finds out that his son, his estranged son has fallen in with the gang and has developed his own shape-shifting powers that might even surpass Eel's powers. And Mm. he asks Batman to help him and to like, you know, scare the crap out of him. You know, beyond scared straight um, type beat. And Batman does it and calls Eel a coward because Mm -hmm. he didn't just appeal to the fact that his son needs a father. Yeah. Um, Batman always pulling up on deadbeat dad superheroes being like, pay your child support. He was, uh, what is it? He was hoping Eel would have shown, you know, he was hoping Eel would have been a good father when Eel was really just hiding on Batman's utility belt while he did it. Which just leans into how much of a coward Eel is in that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually, he kind of decides he doesn't want to be Plastic Man anymore, and then he uh, reconnects with his son. And... Um, what is it? He, uh, you know, he, 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 he bonds with his son. He has a good life, but then Batman convinces Eel to return because he has to help them fight, um, burning Martian John. In the new 52, he's just there. He just cameos. Nothing happens with him, like, at all. Um... In Rebirth, I know he joins Mr. Terrific because I've seen him do stuff. Um, But then, as usual, a bunch of Rebirth nonsense happens. Mm -hmm. Rebirth, biggest wash ever. Um, 
man. And I know he has a miniseries by Gail Simone, which you and I have talked about, that I still have yet to read. I also have yet to read it. But... Gail Simone, if you're listening, I'm sorry. Yes. Um, but here's the, here's my thing. Plastic Man is great. <laughs> Plastic is. Man has a lot a lot going on for him. Um, he's another of the Detective Comics comics detectives. Yes, which is which is funny, you know. Um, but he he also has a like I understand throwing him on a team book. To a degree, but also annoyed that most of the stuff that happens with him eventually is just in a team book and not his own series. Yeah, because he, like I said, he's got a lot going on. Same, similar to similar while. to Vixen. So yeah. like, it's like, why don't you give them their own thing to you know act independently? Um, as and then similar to Vixen as well. Why haven't they done anything substantial with him? outside of uh comic books and appearing in Brave and the Bold. Um like I feel like if you wanted to cuz I'm not saying give Plastic Man like a live action show or like a movie. I mean I I'd, I'd watch a Plastic Man movie to be honest. But I'd watch a Plastic Man movie. Imagine like a a Plastic Man mini series in the style of like Doom Patrol. Yeah, that would be great. That would be really great. It have to it, it, it definitely so wouldn't good. have to be as depressing though. Um, no, <laughs> but it could be yeah. because um, he's going to kill himself because he's a monster. Yeah. Man. But my thing is, why not give Plastic Man a cartoon? Another, Another cartoon. Do it. Yeah. Like, I would say I'd try to copy uh, the vibe of Harley Quinn. Maybe not as vulgar as the show tends to get. Um, but definitely embrace more of the weirder aspect. Like if, if you wanted to make, I feel like the perfect mix for the perfect mix for a, a plastic man cartoon would be the vibe that Peacemaker has and the vibe that Harley Quinn has mixed together. Cause Peacemaker, okay. Peacemaker is very much its own thing while being referential to weirder aspects of DC, which I mean, makes sense given the fact that Peacemaker is a direct spinoff of the suicide squad, which was already like, here are these weirdos you don't know. Um, and Harley Quinn is like, hey, we're making fun of all of this stuff. And, you know, being very... Harley Quinn has an issue, a tendency to go a little overboard sometimes, but I still really enjoy it. Um, but I feel like if we found a middle ground for this, you could do a pretty decent and fun Plastic Man cartoon. Yeah, man. And my other thing is this. Plastic Man is the type of person to me to be, he's funny and he does cool things, but he's not cool. He's not a cool guy. He's weird and wacky, but he can do cool things. Because trust me, Plastic Man did plenty of cool things in Batman Brave and the Bold, right? And I'm like, yo... I love Plastic Man, but I never was like, Plastic Man's cool, you know? He's not the kind of guy you can... He's not like a Deadpool, where it's like, yo, he's weird, but Deadpool's still pretty cool. You know what I mean? Like, you gotta settle into the fact that this dude is weird, and he can do some cool stuff. But he's not a cool dude. 
He's a he's a little freak. little freak weirdo. Yeah, little freak weirdo stretchy boy. Just like me. Just like you. But yeah, that's, that's plastic, man. That's, that's plastic, plastic man. man. Love, Love that, guy. that guy. He's not cool. Shout out Eel O'Brien. So yeah, I think that's the show. That is the show. Um, thank you all so much for listening to another episode of Foiled Again. Um, if you've enjoyed the show, please give us five star ratings on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. You want to follow the show? We got a Twitter account at Foiled Again Cast. Um, you can follow my buddy Justin mm. Reese here. Uh, you can follow him at, at Kylo Reese. That's where you can find me on Instagram and Twitter. Bo- both, both of them. Both of them. He's special. I am special. Um, you can find me on Twitter at k.cruz. That's K-D-O-T-C-R-U. That's where he be at. That's that is where I be mm-hmm. at. Um, you can talk to us about anything we said on the show. You can ask us questions. You can suggest things that you might like to see um, or hear us talk about. Because trust me, yeah, if you have listened this much to be here at the end of episode ten, we want to know what you want to see from our show because clearly you are into yes. it. Yes. So thanks. And we'll oh, be done with go. this Batman thing soon, and we don't know what to do for content. That's a joke. We do know. but <laughs> I was like, that's not But it's funny if I say we're desperate for content ideas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Please, we need you. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Thank you again for listening. We'll be back next week. Same bat time. Same bat channel. <laughs>